Yeah, so this is the the Simon show, Simon pull list, Simon pull list uh, show. As Lex is currently dealing with, uh, I think he huffed a bunch of gasoline, and uh, I was going to say decapitated. But I was like, <laughs> why would I? I don't know what that word means. <laughs> he decapitated himself. Uh, he huffed a bunch of gasoline, and now he's having a terrible reaction to it. Weirdly yeah. enough. Yeah, who would have who would have thunk it? In all in all actuality, anytime the season changes, my body goes into complete shutdown and reset mode for the new season. <laughs> so it just happened to it was eighty degrees uh, on Thursday, and then Friday it was forty five degrees, and my body's just like, oh, shut down everything. <laughs> oh, so man. while I feel fine. My voice is going in and out, as you can probably hear. So Simon's going to sort of take the reins and do most of the talking in this episode. And I'll just be adding my two cents as um, that raspy kid on the playground that pushes kids over. <laughs> yeah. The guy that has like really bad self-esteem issues. <laughs> <But> he's like, <laughs> yeah. He's uh, yeah. actually really, really nice. Yeah. He has the heart to heart with the, uh, the other kid one day. And he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry I bully you, but like... <laughs> My life sucks too, so I guess <laughs> yeah. we'll be friends in secret. Yeah. I like that. I had some friends like that. <laughs> I wasn't. I was the one getting bullied, not the bully. <laughs> I was like, I've been both sides of that one. It's terrible <laughs> as that sounds. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be an interesting episode. Uh, I kind of put it all on Simon at the last minute, so he's prepared for it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so uh, leave now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get into the episode. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another Wednesday pool list. I am your co-host Simon <laughs> with our host Lex. He is the mouse in my pocket today. So I was going to uh, try to do a Mickey Mouse impression, but that's in. <laughs> 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 joking, joking, Mickey Mouse. So, uh, so or his Marge. uncle. Yeah. Hello. That sounds like Marge. <laughs> Marge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse's uncle. What would his name oh, be? Good. Marty Mouse. He is Marty Mouse. That's perfect. He's a child predator. He's currently (laughs) used car salesman like Hot Wheels cars. (laughs) They don't move, but uh, they're real fancy. You look on the inside, look at that interior. You don't get plastic like that everywhere. Uh, Good. (laughs) All right. So what's been up with you, man, besides dying Uh, little by little? As you guys heard in the cold open, uh, I'm not going to be talking about much. My body shut down. And uh, I'm just holding on. I, I'll be all right. I'll, Hanging I'll on. come in waves. Anytime, I'll, anytime I can talk, I'll just raise my hand. Come I have something to say and I'm available to speak. <laughs> <laughs> when you get that one word out. <laughs> What's been going on with you, man? What uh, You were on a show today. At the time of this, is, you're listening to this, it'll be last week. So tell yeah. us about that. Last Saturday. So... Yeah, uh, I sat down in this kitchen. I was visiting a friend, and Chris Hansen came out. And uh, <laughs> no, I was uh, there's a. What are you couple... doing with this rope? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm just here to fix the sink. Uh, somebody said something about plumbing. <laughs> are those key words? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I was on a show called Toy Talk. It's a live show, I guess, every Saturday. 
I am in a team with Toy Father, one of the hosts uh, with this photography thing that I've been doing. And he invited me on to just talk about toys, which was pretty nice because uh, there aren't a lot of people that are married, have kids. I mean, I don't have kids, but are married and still talk about toys. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like secret like meetings. Out in, the, out in the open. <laughs> yeah, we're not in the closet about it. So it's <laughs> kind of nice to be full nerdum as much as, you know, we do the same thing here with comic books. So it's nice. Uh, in fact, he, he did say, I, I told him what our dynamic is. And I was like, yeah, we don't have a lot of guests on. And he, and he complimented me on my ability to talk. <laughs> he was like, you, you talked a lot. And I'm like, yeah, man, I do that a lot. Oh, on, but, his, uh, on his show yeah yeah he was like sometimes we get co-hosts on here and we can't get a damn word out of them uh but he was like we really appreciate you like conversing with us and yeah, I told I, him, we do this every weekend <laughs> yeah I, I i said yeah you know it's kind of the same on our show like we have a certain dynamic and sometimes we'll have a a guest on the show and and sometimes it'll go really well and sometimes it'll just be weird so most um, times it's weird but sometimes we drink so much that it's just like yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he did say he's a big fan of comic books and uh, I told him, Hey, you know, if we ever do a guest, maybe you can be on, but I didn't, no guarantees, but, uh, yeah. he's a cool guy. And, uh, we talked about trading some, trading some toys. So I'll be nice to him until I get something I really want. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, uh, it was great. I really enjoyed that. And, uh, I wish I could remember Cox. Cox. I can't remember. His co-host name, but uh, uh, also it, he's Cox Create. Cox Create, yeah. Instagram, but, not don't type that into your <laughs> search engine. No, no browsers. C O X. You might see Instagram. some C U M sculptures if you know what I'm saying. Let's <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> see what those Cox Create. It's <laughs> uh, a lot of gaping. What is that? Um, but what anyway, else going on with you? Getting any cool figures lately? Yeah. So. Uh, Ooh. My, my FOMO kicked in hard uh, yesterday. Yeah. I, have a, I have a buddy that works at the local comic shop, and we're always talking Mezco and Marvel Legends. Every time I see him, he's like, hey, if you ever need to borrow any figures, well, you know, nice guy. Um, he's like, hey, I'm getting that Sentinel, so if you want to do like an unboxing for your review show or whatever, I'll let you borrow it. I was like, damn, damn that's, that's really dope. Cool. But, uh, but then like, the comic guy bought like three of them and he wasn't, they were only about 150 over the uh, original price. I uh, think maybe not even that much. I don't know what it all came out to in taxes and stuff, but because it was, they were 400 originally, right? Yeah. 400. So it was probably closer to 500 with taxes. So I paid just over a hundred. It's not bad. Uh, more than, than, which is good. I mean, a lot of people are paying like seven, eight for, uh, after, you know, aftermarket price. So anyway, I bought a, I bought a Sentinel. I couldn't, I could not get That's it. Huge. I thought that you were getting Galactus. I don't know why I put that in my head that it was Galactus, but yeah. I guess same color scheme. Yeah. Who knows? I might end up <laughs> in one of those damn things too. I just like, if I had known about this, cause I wasn't in on the HasLab stuff. If, if I oh, knew the, about this from the original, I still wouldn't have got it. Cause I, I don't have the patience to wait an entire year. Yeah. Because the original setup is they crowdfund it essentially, right? Yeah, and yeah. And then after they get through certain tiers, you get more unlockable things with that yeah. figure. After they collect enough nerd tiers, <laughs> they then you create cry the after you swipe your bank account. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they create it out of a pillar of salt. Um, Hell yeah! 
but yeah, it's a great, it's a great figure. It's really cool that I do have the knee problem everybody has, but uh, he doesn't have ratchets in his knees, which a lot of the bigger figures have. When you click the knees, they normally like yeah. click, click, click. He doesn't uh-huh. have that. Um, but I did do the fix where you tighten up the screws and it works pretty well. So it's no, no problem. It's really cool. Um, I've got it's it big. right now. Yeah, right now I've got it posed with like its tentacle wrapped around Wolverine. <laughs> Ooh. So yeah, Take you know that, what that bub. Means? Right up the bub. The so and I'll and I'll do a review. I think I'll do a review tomorrow, probably, if I can get it on camera. Because it is it is like two and a half feet tall. <laughs> yeah. It's a big mamma jamma. It comes up to Nicole's thigh, like her upper thigh. Jesus. Um, and at any rate. Uh, I do have some complaints. My complaints being the regular Sentinel head doesn't work on his neck very well. Like it doesn't, it just kind of like barely moves. The uh, Master Mold head works really well. Yeah. But the regular Sentinel head is kind of constricted and the knee thing. Other than that, great. Uh, great figure. And really, when you think about how much is in it, it makes sense that it costs that much, you know? Yeah. Uh, so at any rate, it all came with it was it. cool. Uh, he, so that's where I'm a little lost. It's kind of based in the house of X yeah, stuff. So he came with the two Sentinel primes, I guess. Okay. If that's correct. I don't know. Like that's the little good. regular size Sentinels, like a female yeah. and a male. Um, he's got, uh, several tier unlocks, including, uh, he's got the tri-Sentinel head, the master mold head, the Sentinel oh, that head. That's cool. The damaged Sentinel head, and then a damaged Sentinel hand, and then two of the articulated grabber tentacle things. So, uh, I've always liked Tri Sentinel. It's like a really stupid, yeah, it's uh, kinda, like character. It's kind of like the. It reminds me a lot, and I don't remember the the name, but it reminds me a lot of the Transformer characters. It has the faces like guilty, guilty. Oh, the the quintessence. Yeah, 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 Quint. Yeah. Nerd. So it's cool. Um, that was it's the main huge. figure I remember I the old one. I remember the old Build-A-Figure one. My cousin had it, and it was, it was yeah. still pretty big. It was like over a foot. Yeah. yeah. Twan. So Twan bought this Sentinel. and was like, hey, we had spoken. He drinks, and he makes too many promises. I was over yeah, at his he, house. We had a couple of drinks, he, and he was like, once I get the HasLab, I'll... You know, I'm probably going to get rid of the the regular Hasbro one. It was like the Marvel Legends for 3.75 figures. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'll buy that. I mean, he said, I'll sell it to you for 100. I said, all right. So I asked him, I said, hey, now that you got that HasLab, what do you think about selling it? And he's like, oh, well, my full intent has always been for my HasLab to be Master Mold. Now I have to get more of the regular size sitting. And I was like, you cocksucker. <laughs> I was baller. like, all right. What a baller yeah. playing, though. Yeah, I was like, that is cool. I'm not mad at it. It's funny. I was like, son of a bitch, making too many damn promises. Yeah, uh, last time I was in town, he was uh, making all sorts of plans. Yeah, he was like, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> freaking hang out. We're gonna do whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was the main figure. I'm trying to think. The master mold head looks good too. Yeah, the master mold head is my favorite. I think it looks very uh, Kirby esque to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. That's a good looking figure, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth it. I told Nicole, I was like, why did I buy this? She was like, did you keep the receipt? I was like, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to take this back. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's all that's all I've really gotten. That was a big expense, but the nice thing is I didn't like have to secretly do it with my credit card and like going through that. Yeah. I was like, hey, I want to buy this expensive thing. I'll just like so we do really heavy budgeting. I was like, I'll just take some out of my allowance because that's the only way I'll do it. If I have all my money, I will spend all my money. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll just take sort of half of that and put it and leave it in that savings account and pay it off. I've been a lot better like, about cool. it, but but I'm the same way. Yeah. I also had to go fix her car. Oh. She went to go get a snow cone and like her car fucked up and she was stranded. So I had to leave work and go do that. <laughs> I almost oh, bought yeah. the first appearance. I almost bought the first appearance of Madman the other day. Talked myself out of it. My comic shop was like, "Hey man, we got one for you. I know you like Madman." And they had his first appearance and his first full color um, appearance. And I was like, <laughs> "They's nah. they's only got a red. It's like black and white." I know. So it's all <laughs> added. You got that. But they also color. had. <clears throat> they also had Madman number one, uh, and I couldn't leave without any of them, so I did buy Madman number one. That's cool. That's the first one. That's like the first. His first madman. His first appearance was in this book called Creatures of Id, mm. uh, which is really cool. And his first red That's appearance. That's like a brain thing. It is. His first color of appearance is in this book called Graphic Musics. But that is the first madman book. That's cool. Well, good so I'm pretty you, excited man. about that. Yeah. Stupid yeah. stuff. but That's cool. Uh, you know, it ain't stupid. Not on this show. Yeah, right. Nothing well, anything else you're interested in getting? I know you were doing a kit bash, which looked really cool. I saw that this afternoon. I did, yeah. So I had a... I'll try to make this a short story. So <laughs> I had I like a, your stories, man. They just go on too long. I had a... Um, <laughs> basically, the early version of the Agent Anti-Venom had the Toy Biz hips, and they're like ball joints, so you have to like turn them a certain direction then click them up to make them go up or out rather than being a ball like the new ones. And I was, it's funny. This kind of shit happens to me all the time. I was looking at it. I hadn't messed with it in a while. I was like, I need to take some pictures with this. I'm messing with it. I'm like, God, I I didn't realize it had these hips. Those hips suck. And then the next day somebody posts it as like severely underrated figure. And, and everybody's like, yeah, those hips. And then somebody said, Hey, easy fix. House of X, uh, Magneto, great white body that you can yeah. put all that stuff on. And lo and behold, that's what I did. So I had to take, I boiled it and took the pins out of the knees and all that crazy nice. shit. My hands were really tired from like popping stuff off, uh, popping off. But yeah, I <laughs> got it all together. It looks good. It's more articulated and uh, looks pretty cool. So I'm happy. I like it. I like now it a just, lot. Now I have to get it. I have to get a Magneto again. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the Age of Apocalypse because a lot of people just cut his hair off his helmet and just make a regular Magneto, which is what I want. So, Yeah. I mean, I like the hair. I like the long-haired one from Age of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. But it comes like with two one. heads. So, yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, so that's probably what I'll do. Either way, I don't, I don't care. You know, it's like I'm not <laughs> stuck. I'm not like, oh, I've got to get a good It's got to be accurate. You know, I don't care. Uh, so yeah, other than that, there was a really cool reveal of a super seven, Ooh, a spy Raphael, I think something like that, where it's Raphael. He, it's the super seven version, but he comes, they just reveal it for pre-order. He comes with a trench coat and like a little pistol oh, that's and cool. like, 
a, a, a listening, you know, like long distance microphone and stuff. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. I, I went ahead and pre-ordered that. The Super 7 stuff, I don't care about the basic figures, but like those little specialty figures like him and the Samurai Leo, those are on my list. Yeah. I want that Samurai Leo. I wish they would have made a Donnie detective one. That was like one of my favorite figures as a kid. Undercover Raphael. Yeah, and you know, they probably will. But he's cool. He's got a real cloth uh real cloth jacket and like a foot stinks briefcase. I think I remember that. I think those were like the actual accessories on the old toy too. Mm, probably. But not yeah. as cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say the Super 7, it, I do like the figures a lot, but the, the articulation isn't really all there. Yeah. Uh, not even up to NECA standards, but, you know. <laughs> Every time what I say that do? word, I chuckle because it sounds like I'm, sounds like a bad word. <laughs> uh, let me oh, try man. and get away with it. Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really all. I've been... Hesitant about pulling the trigger on a gargoyle, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do that soon. On Goliath, mm-hmm. yeah, he looks great, man. They also have Hudson now, or Bronx. Now. Bronx. Oh, they, they have Hudson too. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. know if he's out. I, I don't know if he's out yet, but another. I saw a picture of him. Yeah, I know for sure Bronx, and Bronx comes with the the wings that are like a like when they're folded, like the cloak. Which is good because Bronx is the dog. Yeah, yeah. He has. No, wings? I'm saying he comes with wings. He for comes Goliath. with wings for. Oh wow! Because Goliath's those wings toys, are like when a I was foot a, wide. Those toys when I was a kid, I had so many of them, and I loved that show so much. And that's sort of why I want to get that Goliath. I had it pre-ordered, but I canceled it because uh, I was Same. like, "Where am I really? I'm not really going to do with this." Uh, but I kind of want it. It's too big. Yeah, that's why I, I canceled want it. Build. Like a nerd room, so maybe just get some really high shelves hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, that's good. Fishing line works really well for that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Cool. I, I went ahead and bought the lights that you. Well, that's this is nothing that needs to be in the podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into the trending <laughs> topics. Uh, take it away, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, uh, trending topic number one. Uh, in a new trailer for Sony's upcoming film, Morbius, there's a suspicious-looking logo on one of the skyscrapers in the opening shot, Oscorp. The crazy thing is how the logo is the same as it was for the company's time on screen in The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Uh, another confusing instance similar to this one was the use of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man as street uh, graffiti in Morbius's first trailer. To make it even worse, it seems like the MCU's Vulture... So that was a, I remember that was a big thing when the first trailer hit uh-huh. uh, with Michael Keaton showing up in a prison suit. And he's like, oh, I tell you the good guy thing. Hey. Oh, so cringy. Hey, yeah. Doctor. <clears throat> hey, doctor. The doc's in. It's <laughs> like, God damn. So with Oscorp, I don't really see that as like a huge <clears throat> reveal because I don't know how, like, how different can you make that. But what's confusing It is, was exactly the same, though. Well, like you okay. can't make it, you can't make it any, like any other font. It was exactly the same. I don't know what the deal is with, well, I mean, it's also a Sony movie, so maybe they have a, that's true. <laughs> they, have, it's like they bought that one font. 
Well, you remember, okay, so like the PlayStation 3, you remember how Spider-Man was in the same font as PlayStation in PlayStation oh, yeah. 3? Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, um, the confusing... The, all this stuff is coming from Morbius. We got a new trailer from it, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm still fuzzy on some of the details as far as like... <laughs> I'm curious how they're going to explain. Like, why is he in the middle of a cave with like this weird with a box of scraps? Now, why is he out yeah. there with this weird glowy thing? He sticks his. Why do they always cut their palms? Stupid. Got to use your hands. Anyway, and then he puts right it through the middle too. Yeah, he puts it through that screen thing. So if you're going to leave, now's the time. What is that? It looks it's like, like a, now's the time. You give me one second. <laughs> like you're going to tell me if you want to leave. Now's the time. You have zero seconds to go <laughs> yeah, away. Now's the time. Eat shit. I don't, uh, but I don't know what that is. It looks like a fountain. Like it looks like a crappy yeah. shower fountain. Um, or like one of those beaded doorways that <laughs> doesn't yeah. have enough strings. Yeah. Well, they're hippie bats, you know, they're pretty yeah. low. What, uh, so it is weird. Like the, I remember the mural of Spider-Man says murder or whatever. Uh-huh. And it does look like the Tobey Maguire. I guess it could be the said that it also looks like an amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. But he, what's confusing is he obviously exists in the same universe as Venom. He, ex- what's confusing is if you take into account my Osborne thing, he exists in all of the <laughs> universes yeah. that have Spider-People. Or potentially, not saying that's like a I, sense. I, I think. think they prefer spider persons uh but spider spider men's <laughs> spider man what's confusing to me is if venom exists in this universe how far in advance you know I, whatever why say that why say yeah. that i was just like it was really stupid anyway but it's like that meme of that guy that takes off his headphones <laughs> yeah. why but would you do that not venom? Only, that's not even cool that was doc, like dr morbius at your service <laughs> i just throat punched Jer- you I hate, I really don't like Jared Little. So I just remember Morbius from really, like I've read a little bit of Morbius throughout the years and like other stuff, like other people's books. But what I really know about Morbius is from Spider-Man, the animated series. Yeah. When he's wandering around like, blah, it's like a blah, blah. And they couldn't, because of the same thing of like Spider-Man couldn't throw a punch in that show, Morbius couldn't bite people so he had those fucking weird which was more disturbing to me is he had yeah. five little mouths on both his hands which is funny because then they did that with uh the spiders whatever those guys are what's that guy morland oh, yeah, like Moreland. he has those weird things uh, yeah so yeah i don't, I don't know. know if 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 spider-man exists then venom would have known spider-man exists so he wouldn't go after Tom Holland, which is what I was getting to. It doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. like any way, shape, or form. It's gonna. Well, you said it. Go ahead. It's like they've created another universe. Yeah, which they probably knowing Sony, they probably did. yeah. They're like, you know what? <laughs> Marvel can have that. We're doing this. Yeah, we're gonna just talk about every whatever we want. We own it. Yeah, like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> who gives a shit? And Michael Keaton again, like we mentioned in previous episodes, just like I am Vulture. Vulture's in this movie. I'll I'll be there. Yeah. Speaking of Vulture in this movie, Deadpool Two actor Zaze Boots <laughs> says that she would love to it's revisit. Not it's not as fun on the opposite. <laughs> no, I love it. I was listening to it laughing at 
laughing my at segues <laughs> i was still cracking up um yeah deadpool 2 actor zaze beats mm, uh, mm. says that she would love to revisit her role in deadpool 3 as well as make a future as future mcu sequels and hashtag domino solo movie if disney doesn't make it happen i'll make it happen it's like yeah you want those you want the check million dollar Listen, checks please i wasn't even the biggest fan of domino and deadpool 2 but Zazie Beats is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd watch I wasn't her. Kissing, I wasn't kissing my microphone. I was doing a chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, I'm sure watch... she is. I'm sure she's intelligent. I'm sure she's all these things. I would kind. watch Zazie Beats read the dictionary. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I would actually watch that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, can you narrate that? Also, uh, what, when I heard that De- uh, Domino was going to be in Deadpool 2, I bought like six copies of her uh first appearance and then never really got up to like where i wanted to sell it so yeah i need her to be in deadpool 3 and to have her own solo movie so move that shit i mentioned this in the show i was on today but um or saturday for those listening now and so i have a zaze beats figure i have a donald glover figure i'm gonna get fastos fastos Gotta get fast. So now I just need now. Yeah, now I just need somebody to make Lakeith an action figure. Marvel, do it. Let's see Lakeith. What's his he last can, name? Uh, Stanfield. Stanfield. Yeah, we need a Lakeith Stanfield action figure ASAP so I can finish my Atlanta they could metaverse. Do, they could do that creepy horse movie he was in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just big old dicks. The, the thing about Fastos though is he does not look like him. No. That is a horrible sculpt, and I feel bad because what's yeah. his Tyree? Is that his middle I name? I think so. I just call him Paperboy anytime I see him. Paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. All about it. Uh, great in that movie. But, uh, and good range for him. I gotta say, good range for him. I was surprised. I, I was surprised. Yeah, I same. Was surprised. Yeah. And I, I'd say that I didn't think he was a capable actor because I don't think he acts like Paperboy in real life, like his Atlanta character. That's right, right. But, I mean, which he's believable in that. I'm not saying he's not a good actor, but this is like a 180 almost from like what that role is. Right. Well, and I just expected it to be someone else. Not yeah. for any other reason than I just expected it to be someone else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so good. Because that's, that's a lot of barriers, you know? Not only yeah, is he a yeah. black man, but playing a... Anyway, uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil it. A dad, him, playing a dad. Playing yeah, a dad. playing a, a very <laughs> loving father. <clears throat> speaking so, of loving fathers yeah speaking of loving fathers I wanted to do it, I wanted to do it once <laughs> Marvel's Midnight Suns has officially been delayed to the second half of 2022 that was actually a good one because Suns, Midnight Suns yeah that was good That was good. is this the game or the game something yeah. else okay. which, I, which I'm okay with like I I would I'm gonna play this game I know I am I play all the Marvel games or the yeah. superhero games in general but it's nothing that I was just like oh shucks yeah man I wanted to play my card battles today uh, like if they say that Spider Man gets pushed back to 2025 I'll be like that really fucking sucks yeah, and then I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna jump off a bridge <laughs> uh, yeah this uh, so I do I'm so clamoring for something with. Uh, Robbie Reyes that I'm excited about yeah. this game. Same. I I like I've never played real time strategy really before until I played Mario Rabbits and I was like, hey, you know, this ain't so bad. 
So I will probably get this one, but it's not going to be like a day one for me. Have you pulled the trigger on Guardians of the Galaxy yet? Not yet. It's not a Nintendo game, so I know that it's going to go down in price really fast. For sure. And I think you'll like it, uh, honestly. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I'm excited about playing playing. a little bit. I've only played a little bit of it, but I think you'll like it. I was actually going to ask you. Yeah, It has RPG elements in it. Mm -hmm. Like the way you use your team, the D-pad is like up is Gamora, and then they're all buttons on the D-pad. And uh, it just just works way more fluid than I expected it to. Do you fight Um, a lot of jelly cubes? That's that was yeah. the main. That was the main. Do in the trailer, I was like, Ugh. at first, I'm only at the very beginning. I only played a little bit of it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, speaking of video games, <laughs> I beat Metroid Dread today, and I bit a hole in my couch with my asshole on that last boss. Uh, Your head sweating. I heard it was. I heard it was unbeatable to some people. It, so it's three phases <laughs> like once you that game is all about patterns so once you start figuring out patterns it's not so hard yeah. right but so the thing is there's no life bars like it's like dark souls you know a lot of games don't have life bars i guess that's not yeah. as common as i think it is but no life bars so like <clears throat> you know let's say zelda you used to like three hits you know, just recently there were life bars, but normally bosses three, four hits, and then you know that they're going to die. Um, this one, it was, or three cycles, I should say. This yeah, one, cycle. It, you like, you go through this one thing and this one boss is just beating the shit out of you. Figure out these different phases. Okay, so I've got this cycle figured out. And then you get to the end and there are those counter moments. So you have to get those timed right. And I'm like, cool, I beat it. Phase two, <laughs> aerial phase where he's flying around. Sorry, spoilers. Flying around doing all this shit. You start figuring out that phase. You're like, great. But I, I remember I'm like on You're my just last like bar. Your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my last bar of health, and I'm like, dude, I've shot him so many times. What the yeah. hell is he? Is he gonna die? And then phase three. Phase three. I will say was the easiest once you like i looked up one tip and once i looked that up uh for those wondering use power bombs um do they do once, you don't recoup any health at all in the three phases no that's that's what you do on the last one i say use power bombs because he emits like a sun out of his gun like a sun and it shoots up <laughs> to the top yeah <laughs> it shoots up to the top of the stage and i just read one thing it's like use power bombs on that it'll destroy it and give you health and ammo. How pissed were you at the time that you had to look up the tip, though? Were you just like, I wasn't oh, ever really this. mad. I gotta say, like, it, it wasn't like Dark Souls where I wanted to. I never even got past the I'll first never, part of that. I'll never. I'm, I will never. Dark Souls play Dark is Souls. stupid. I love. I do like Bloodborne. Uh, I did have moments <laughs> well, like even that. Bloodborne was even Bloodborne was more enjoyable than Dark yeah. Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls is just stupid, but. Uh, some our comment. We're just losing followers right now as we <laughs> like speak. Dark, how dare you? It's one of the greatest games ever, and I'm sure it has great uh, narrative. But I don't care to like rip out my hair. But to... what's the point of the narrative? You can't get past the first fucking level. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but at any rate, I was never pissed. Uh, it was almost like, dude, what? <laughs> like, yeah. what do I even do here? Um, 
but I was never so mad that I wanted to quit. So I will say yeah. that like it was, I was very determined. Uh, finally beat it and I beat it with a hundred percent, but oh, I don't nice. feel like I beat it at a hundred percent. Cause normally you see a bikini. I didn't see no bikini. Yeah. Where are they at though? Yeah, give me that refund, bitch. <laughs> but I don't, I think probably, you know, hashtag feminism, me too. I'm sure yeah. that they've taken that out. She, I don't even think she takes her helmet off anymore. Wow, really? Uh, I mean, they probably just didn't render her face, <laughs> just her eyes. Yeah. It's a great game, though. Story's cool. It's real dope. I've heard, I've heard good things. I've heard that, that it was good, but I've also heard that it was too difficult. It's difficult, but I, I don't think you would have a major problem with it to be honest i think i'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get it. um i need something to sort of like passively play yeah it's easier to play like passive games to me uh on the switch than on mm-hmm. the place i don't know why yeah because really the only huge like there are some difficult parts but really it's traveling and finding so it's more of a discovery game yeah and then boss fights um so yeah, it's good for that. Just mark your areas because there's nothing worse than a Metroidvania than like not playing for a week and forgetting what the hell you were doing. Yeah, that would suck. And then traversing half the map to realize what you were doing. Yeah, it was a waste Anyways, of time. Speaking of wasted time, a rumor Marvel Studios may have reportedly beat uh, may reportedly be this is hard. Now I understand. <laughs> may reportedly <laughs> be developing an animated X Men series. What do you think about that? We should switch every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Prepare me for it. I, I like I like this this side of it. <clears throat> um, you know how I feel about X Men. Yeah, uh, but the animated series. I don't like the animated series. <laughs> it's not good. It's not the good first either. one. The yeah. original one. I, I don't like even the... comment. I don't even com- when people talk about it. I used to be like, oh man, I hate it, and then just get berated online. I don't even comment anymore. People are like, yeah. oh man, it's so great. Yeah, if like, someone's like, it. "Hey Lex, what what do you like about it?" I'm like, "I love the intro music." Yeah, it's great. The <laughs> it's animation great. intro is really good too. The rest of it, yeah, I wish it, yeah. except for that eraser head guy that's in that. Yeah, what that is cr- that? <laughs> crossover. <laughs> I, I yeah, I paused that for the first time because I remember seeing like Avalanche, a Juggernaut, and all that. And there's just like this pink just recently, head I was too. Like, what? Who? What is that? Yeah. Um, um, especially the last season, like. What was that? You know, I think they they shipped out all the animation to like a third world country or something. And that's I'm not trying to be offensive. If it's not a third world country, I'm not trying well, to say it is. So I just don't yeah, know what it is. The last one they did, they shipped it out to. They ran out of money and they shipped it somewhere else. That's why it's like real weird. I remember reading that. And the season's weird. The last episode, Charles Xavier is just like dead, but his consciousness and his body Lalandra or whatever her name is comes and gets him and takes him with the Shi'ar and he just lives with him now we have they the technology that, to bring him back to life I got that Starhawk hair <laughs> um yeah well did you like did you like the uh, next evolution is that the name of that one X-Men Evolution yeah 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 I loved that one yeah uh, it was random though it was I really like that weird. One. Anytime you try to formulate something to, to high school, it makes it weird. But the X Men, not so much because they do start out as students. So it was really good. A lot, lot and they, you know, they sometimes they add new characters for the show, and it doesn't really translate or doesn't go that well. But Spike was, 
ended up being one of my favorite characters of that show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. That was good. Wolverine like and the X-Men was really good. I don't know if you watched that one. I never did see that one. Oh, that one's really good. I feel like that's the best X-Men show we've gotten. Evolution was good, but it was more like an Elseworlds kind of thing with mm-hmm. them being in high school and Wolverine being there, even though they're in high school, doesn't make sense. He's like, I'm always wearing my costume. <laughs> always. And he, he had a great suit. That suit in X-Men Evolution was my, is my favorite Wolverine it suit. It was good. I always wondered how they get the... <laughs> the cloth to stick to their deltoids like that yeah to where it's just like completely formed over yeah it goes under his arm but it goes over his shoulder but doesn't move pasties yeah speaking Um, of pasties actor gail garcia bernal (laughs) i'm just kidding did you have something else that was was, no that was good that was absolutely perfect has reportedly been cast as the lead in marvel studios upcoming (laughs) halloween special upcoming as in 2022 because it is now november Potentially yeah. werewolf by night. Yeah. So it, I'm pretty sure it's werewolf by night. I hope it's werewolf by night because I just bought werewolf by night number one on Friday. So did you buy the mummy uh, number one and Frankenstein number one? No. Fuck you those should, guys. They'll never should, be in the MCU. <laughs> they should. <laughs> um, this is cool. Werewolf by night is one of those characters that is is really really random and obscure. Uh, he, it, I think it's going to be Werewolf by Night because Moon Knight's coming out, mm. and uh, so Moon Knight's first appearance. Him, well, Moon Knight's first appearance. <laughs> Moon Knight's first appearance is in Werewolf by Night. So oh, okay. I think that's a they're trying to do that crossover. You know what Nicole said? <laughs> what she said? I was like, uh, oh, I brought up Moon Knight. I was like, Moon Knight's kind of like Batman, but he's like crazy, schizophrenic or something. Yeah. But he has other yeah. stuff. But he's a pretty cool character. And I said, that's what I love about... And she's just interrupts me. She's like, does he pull his pants down a lot? I was like, what do you mean? Is he moon people? Is that why he's called Moon Man? Moon Knight? I was like... Moon Man. Moon Man would be a cooler name. <laughs> I'm like, just shut up. <laughs> uh, moon Man would be a cooler name. Moon Man. Yeah, I'm curious about like Werewolf. It. So Werewolf by Night is not the same as... Uh, Jay Jonah when he became like the wolf I don't believe so you know what I'm talking about though yeah 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 he became wolf not wolf man that's an image book wolf um, blitzer no I do know what you're talking about I, I can't remember when werewolf but I was before that happened and oh, okay. um Jay Jonah Jameson's son which is also John is John Jameson. Yeah, John. Okay, I was like, what is it? I know it's, yeah, it's uh, John Jameson. He went to the moon and found this. And anybody can correct me on this because I, I do not care about John Jameson. This he is just found my gem. faint. Yeah, this is my faint memory of this character. And he became like a wolf man. Now I know wolf man is yeah. an image character, but um, yeah, I don't it's not remember what it's called. But I do know that he wears like yellow and green. Yeah, yeah, he has a he has awesome. an actual suit. Werewolf by Night just has pants, <laughs> hey, which is you know, which is cool. highly keep sought after. <laughs> yeah, he's got to keep his werewolf penis covered. Later well, on in comics, though, he be, it becomes a cool character, especially the character that I think they're going to use for this. He, he becomes an agent of Shield and has his own division. They bring back the Howling Commandos, but they're all like, ah. supernatural characters. So the Mummy is is a character in there. 
Dracula help or Morbius <laughs> is part of that. Blue. <laughs> yeah. Another thing about Morbius in the animated series sidebar, he always wore that fucking black duster with the collar. <laughs> 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 I yeah, hate man. that character. Um, <laughs> but it would be cool. I, I think Marvel should do more things like this. Like, Werewolf by Night doesn't need a series. He doesn't need a movie. But, like, a Halloween special? Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because they are gonna they could dump a bunch of money into it, and it it could tease so many things. Yeah. Uh, pasties. Um, <laughs> so, something came to mind and then disappeared. Mm. Oh, I just love, I love that he's the Howling Commando. Of course, yeah, you know, it's, it's so good. I think you'd like it. I'll I'll, I'll let you. Know. I got to look up what issue that happens in, but I think you'll like it a lot. Speaking of things that I like a lot, just kidding. Uh, Spider Man is officially <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the not the one to do it. <laughs> Spider Man officially coming to Marvel's Avengers game exclusively for PS5 and PS4 on November 30th. Did they show images for this? I've seen some leaked images. Uh, but very bad. Like not even not even worth looking at. Yeah. Just seepage. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm kinda curious. I just made myself laugh. <laughs> Some people um, are really in denial. Like they announced him as a PlayStation exclusive. It's one of those things like people will just be in denial until it comes out and then they'll be pissed off. Like, how do you why didn't we know about this? Uh they said that like fucking yeah. six months before the game came out. They said it six months before the game came out. And I think people are probably, I mean, they would be in denial anyway. Excuse me. But I think people are especially in denial now because they're like, the game's not even doing that good. They should definitely put it for <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no. Uh, Sony owns Spider-Man. I don't know if anyone knows yeah. that, but uh, yeah, they can do whatever the fuck they want to with it. Sorry for the language. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I, it's Spider-Man. I yeah. love Spider-Man. So I will be playing Avengers. I gotta reinstall it, but I will yeah. be playing Same. Avengers again. I'll watch a playthrough and see if it's <laughs> worth it. Uh, if, it's, if it's got a go, uh, good story with it, then yeah. I just but like I, Ultimate Skins. I'll just Honestly, what I'll do, the same oof, thing I did with Black Panther, right, I downloaded it, and I went through all the alternate <laughs> suits of Black Panther. It didn't really have anything I liked, and I was just like, Fucking Buffalo Bill over here. <laughs> I like the skin. I like the skin. I like the malt skins. Uh, speaking of skins, oh, the man. first trailer of the Book of Boba Perfect. Fett has been officially released. What did you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No comment. Yeah. It did. So as badass as he looked in The Mandalorian, I was a he little looks better. Uh, well, he does look. No, I mean, he, yes, he does physically look better. He lost weight. <laughs> But as far yep. as like he looked cool, he was redeemed as far as being a badass for Boba Fett, which is great. But as far as what this show is about, it definitely seems more of a crime drama. Yeah. I'm ex you know, hey, good for them for mixing it up. I'm curious what it's gonna be like. I wasn't super stoked after I watched it. Same. But I'm sure it'll be fine. You know? I'm sure it'll be fine. <clears throat> I'm sure some people will be disappointed because uh, some people seem really, really excited about it, and maybe it's just because we're not hardcore Boba Fett fans. Like we realize that he's actually kind of a lame character. <laughs> and yeah, he looked cool. He looked cool, and he was great. I will say his return in the Mandalorian was better than I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh yeah, I can't wait to get that figure with the like the the 
<laughs> Alibaba pants. <laughs> when they said he was going to be in Mandalorian season two, I was like, God, that's dumb. I hate it. That's going to be stupid. I was so from that, I was excited because I thought it was going to go into one of the action figures I had from like the power of the force, that line where they were all like buff looking. Oh, I remember <laughs> it was like weird buff. I had the, I want to be weird buff. Yeah. I would love to be weird buff. <laughs> um, I had the power of the force Boba Fett, which was like, you know, he made this jetpack from the pieces of, uh, Jabba's barge and like it was uh, mm. the story of him escaping the Sarlacc there was some fiction behind it and I thought that was how they might do it now uh, I hope <clears throat> I hope they reference that like maybe do a flashback in this show because that would be fucking great I feel like they have to I honestly can't even remember if he explained that no he just looked weird yeah he was all scarred up I know that they did they blow up part of the Sarlacc or something I don't know. I don't remember now. <clears throat> Comment. I was I was not thrilled about that. I mean, I watched it and I was like, "Yes, this it's it's a fine." Like you said, this is fine. Yeah, this is fine. It'll be I mean, something. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, it's if content. That's, you know, that's what that's what counts, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't it. like, "Holy shit!" I gotta buy a Boba Fett shirt. Never. I'll never do that. You already have one. Anyway, I do. <laughs> like. <laughs> Take the shirt off. I think the Mandalorian is a cooler Boba Fett than Boba Fett. Oh, for sure. Uh, so I think at the beginning, the Mandalorian was a cooler Boba Fett. But oh, then he, yeah. like, well, like before this, yeah, like his the Mandalorian season, before the show, like who he was before the show. Well, I mean, season one, he was cool. Season two turned into a sentimental pussy. No, I'm just kidding. He was emotional. He was, emotional. He was really emotional. But I, I he cried a lot in season two. Yeah, jeez. What is this, anime? Uh, speaking of anime, rumor a Darth Maul-focused Star Wars animated series is reportedly in development. Okay, next. <laughs> I, feel I, mean, like, I, I don't know if you watched Clone Wars and Rebels I've and been, all this stuff. I've slowly finishing clone wars yeah he's they've done a lot of darth maul content in those shows uh yeah i really don't I just, feel like I, they need any more yeah i had i hadn't seen rebels but i did get you know he's back and where i'm at in clone Wars. Yeah. it's such a good series but it, i don't know why i have it trouble is. watching it it's a lot well it's a lot like it's a lot like, to consume i don't like the announcer you know Starting. Yeah, like a, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just like, last time we left, Anakin Skywalker, he was jerking yeah. it. He's my favorite part. <laughs> I, just don't, I don't know. I turned the episode off after he's done. <laughs> yeah, well, I got it's like mind. every episode on my, on my Disney Plus is like <laughs> only at well, the beginning I feel of like the bar. You're, you're always, you're only one episode behind. So yeah. you do all that yeah, until the last episode. The yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah, that's how I got through the entire show. That's a good I idea. The announcer. Um, yeah, so Darth Maul's cool, I guess, but he's kind of overplayed, and maybe this is trying to make up for the solo film. Has that been retconned yet? Darth Maul was cool in that Star Wars movie, and they killed him too soon. They realized mm. they killed him too soon, and now they're just trying to use him as much as possible. They made a mistake. Who cares at this point? That was like fucking 25 years ago. Yeah, Darth Maul was definitely, he was the Boba Fett of our generation, I think. Yeah, big time. 100%. He was all, 
all about action figures. He had like three lines, and that's what happens when you uh, hire a stuntman to be your main actor. No offense to Ray Charles. <laughs> just kidding. What's his name? Ray Park. Now I just pictured Ray Charles with like a cords in his head. He's just <laughs> he's swinging. Playing the, no, he's swinging playing the piano. He's playing oh. the piano like dressed as Darth Maul. I imagine him swinging in the complete wrong direction. <laughs> he's like having a battle by that's, himself. That's how he dies. He falls into that giant. First of all, I never understood that giant hole in the middle of that uh, space station or wherever they were. Oh, yeah. Like just a pitfall. It was a giant pit. They cut him in half and he just fell endlessly. With perfect handholds. Yeah. Um, but, you know. It doesn't make sense because he had the high ground and Obi-Wan still killed him. So explain that, Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> uh, so the first trailer, trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series will reportedly debut on Disney Plus Day. <laughs> that's, that's, that's on the 12th, November 12th. Oh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't heard about Disney Plus Day. What else is coming out on Disney Plus Day? Well, I think it takes the place of their. They used to do this thing called D twenty three, and I think it, I think it replaces the, that now. Yeah, that makes sense. They got to shove that Disney Plus down your throat as much as possible. Hey, have you heard of Disney Plus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you heard? It's a you know, it's a good deal if you, but it's also like, uh, you know, you realize that the world is crumbling because everything is owned by yeah. Disney. Well, wait until they go into. Wait until they join the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even thinking it, it just sounds so stupid. But even thinking like, yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to be good, but I'll watch it. Like, <laughs> like that's that's what I think of. Like, oh my god, the world's crumbling. Anyway, uh, yeah, Boba Fett. Hey, do you, do you like Boba Fett? Uh, not really. Are you excited about the show? Yeah. No, nah, not really. Are you going to yeah. watch it? Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, I need yes, something I to do with my time yes, after I yes I am get done slaving away at the job. Yeah, we're in the we we are in the metaverse already. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. It's, Mark Zuckerberg didn't create it; it's already part of our lives. Mark Zuckerberg is creating a matrix inside the matrix. We're in a simulation. Well, yeah, this is that was just a recording from like fucking twenty five years ago. We are already in the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> fucking lizard people. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of lizard people, also rumored Disney Plus days Star Wars offerings will reportedly include. An Andor sizzle reel, which is more like a Andor snooze reel, if you know what I'm saying. Who cares? Uh, the, big... the robot. If his robot's in it, I'm in. His robot, whatever the robot's name was. was... Yeah, I bought, I bought that the other day. KS20 or whatever. He was the way more interesting character than yeah, the best part of the movie. Andor. <laughs> yeah, best part of the movie. They should have saved him. <laughs> yeah, let Cassie oh. and Andor. I was going to say let Cassie and Andor die, but he did die. Yeah. Yeah, what's this? Who cares? Was he that yeah. interesting of a character? That's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It is I a great, love it is that a great movie. movie. But uh, part of what made it great was that they died at the end of it. Yeah. Close, uh, close it off. In my opinion, that is one of the best Star Wars movies ever made. Right behind Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I don't I care about Andor or any other conjunction word, any buts, and, ors. I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> clever. Uh, so the book of Boba Fett behind the scenes footage, which also great. Uh, really, I'm not one of those guys though. Yeah, that, really trying you know, to have the time on that. Well, like a week after all the Disney 
plus Marvel shows, and they do like the behind the scenes. I don't ever watch that. Show. I'm not the behind yeah. the scenes guy because I don't really care about that. I want to yeah. see my superheroes. I don't want to see the actors like. Yeah, I don't want to see how the sauce drinking their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, lame, man. The one thing that I've always thought is neat. I do watch the. I'm gonna plug this other show. I do watch the Corridor Digital guys, the VFX breakdown. That's, yeah, that's like the the FX stuff is cool. That's cool, and the Mandalorian, like that's cool because they use those all digital sets that like yeah, pan that really and stuff. Cool. That shit's cool, but I don't like. I don't want to watch an hour of that. So, <clears throat> so like I said, the Book of Boba Fett behind the scenes footage, the Mandalorian behind the scenes footage, new project reveals. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll see course, what that means. There's no way. There's no way that they're not going to announce. They're like, well, you know, we're going to take over the world next year, so you get nothing. They're like, let, we're letting you guys know that we're building an actual Death Star, and <laughs> if you don't sign up for Disney Plus, we're going to blow up the fucking planet. It's been in the moon. Speaking of, this is a segue that has nothing to do with what's in the notes. There's a movie with like it's what's it called? Moon Landing, Crystal, Moon something. I feel like it's Moon Landing. Or moon arrival, something stupid. Oh, it's like the moon explodes. Yeah, right? or something well, like that. Kind of. It's got the guy that's in everything because he's got high taxes, I guess. The guy that's in like all the Conjuring movies. Uh, yeah, uh, played Alman. Aqu- Aquaman's brother. Yeah, I like him, but I feel like he's in a lot of poor project. It does have Catwoman. <laughs> I forgot her name. Uh, the bad Catwoman, the bad movie. Halle Berry? Hell yeah. Just beautiful Halle Berry. She is uh, beautiful. She's in it. Like, I'm watching this preview, and it's like, the, the everything's exploding. Like, the tides are getting all messed up, and, like, society's ending. I'm like, this is a Roland Emmerich movie. And then right there, it's like, directed by Roland Emmerich. Roland like, Emmerich. Of course. Like, dude, that dude gets off on disaster porn, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, chill out. Yeah, uh, he does. At least there's some kind of sci-fi twist to this one but i'm not i'm not gonna go see I'm it a, i'm not either it's, but uh it's, we've seen that movie a thousand times it's yeah. gonna be the same thing it always it's called is. independence day one and two <laughs> yeah, right. 2012 last day on earth or whatever that movie was called yeah uh what is it what is it something tomorrow right yeah yeah, yeah. whatever um so anyway speaking of tomorrow <laughs> yeah speaking of tomorrow rumor and uh old republic star wars movie may reportedly be targeting a 2023 release i think it would be great for them to uh delve into that universe i think the the old republic is untapped you don't have to follow any of the fucking rules i don't know why they haven't silly. done it yeah it seems silly why they haven't done it. In it yeah um Oof, but yeah, it probably makes sense since they're remastering the first game. Yeah, remaking it, cash grab. Yeah, cash grab. We don't have a lot of DC news because there's not a lot of DC news as usual. Yeah, they're holding their cards close to their chest. Yeah, until <clears throat> until next DC fandom, <laughs> which is <laughs> next October. Balance of power in the DCU forever. <laughs> oh. That's uh, it. You know what's bad is I was listening to last week's episode, which I don't do a lot. I'm not full of myself. But uh, I was listening to last week's episode, and you said something, and I laughed, and then I laughed. <laughs> like, I laughed in real time, 
And I was laughing in the episode. I was like, still funny. Still got it, man. It's great. It's good to hear. Yeah. I genuinely listen to every episode. Uh, I am full of myself. (laughs) I I should because I think they're funny, but I don't. They're funny. So all you out there, we're funny. Don't don't message us any different. Yeah, you're wrong. All right, cue us out of here. I don't know what we're doing next. This is your show. Yeah, we're going to listen to some ads. There's one that we need to take out because it's terrible. (laughs) So go ahead and take that one out of there. But uh, we're going to listen to some ads. So we'll be right back with our trade review. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to those ads or not or whatever you do. You know, if you skip over them and you listen to other commercials, that's fine, too. Whatever you're into, that's great. That is fun. Uh, now we're going to get into the part of the show that we call a review trade and it's where we review trades. Some people call it a review trade. (laughs) Stupid. Some people call it a trade review. Uh, we've got to keep saying it that because we've patented that word, we get five cents for every time somebody says it. So every time by the trade commission. Right. So we are on part two of our far sector review. It's a 12 issue series. Um, we did, if you missed the first part, one through six, go back, listen to that. Uh, you can skip through the ads. We won't mind. And uh, get a kind of feel what we're going to get into today. So we're going to... One thing that I love is that uh, some people have listened to all of our reviews. And at this point, they're like nervous to listen to reviews on books that they love. So Far Sector is like a, a book that a lot of people love. And they're like, ah, I don't know if I want to listen to y'all's review. Mainly because of, uh, uh, I mean, there was a few books that people were like, damn, I can't believe you guys didn't like that. But mainly Spider-Man Life Life Story is the main one. Um, Because we made them realize. They're usually, they're just like, well, I don't want to to listen to that. In fact, there was one person that was like, "Um, I didn't do a reread of Spider-Man Life Story because I listened to that review and I don't want that to be like my reality. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I'm never going to reread it. Yeah, it's done. And so like, it's, that means a lot to me. Like, I don't want to be like changing people's opinion, but that people listen to our show and have like some sort of reaction to it. It means that we're not just talking to each other on the internet. Yes. Like any great art, it causes a reaction <laughs> and that's what we're going for. We uh, are the STD of comic book reviews. Reactions. sure Sure. if you see uh drainage go talk to your doctor (laughs) um but yeah so if you go back and listen to far six or what uh i will give you a little bit of a um preface before you listen to it if you haven't we liked it all right so go listen to it listen to our comments um but it's been a great series so far yeah, so let's see how it uh, ends up. Do you want to start this out, or do you want me to go? I'll start it out. I got a 
I got a, a good voice going on right now that, yeah. that might fade out afterwards. <laughs> Far sector. <laughs> Far sector issue number seven. On today's agenda, a giant mech fight transforming her consciousness into digital information and a high-speed pursuit through an alien computer network. I can say all those words, but I haven't talked the entire time. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good now. That was good, yeah. All six minutes of power left, but it's all in a day's work for Green Lantern Joe Mullen. As she as she comes closer to unraveling the greatest conspiracy in the green the Green Lantern Corp has ever seen. So what do you think I about number seven? Jumping back oh, in. Yeah. Um so starting it out, like ending on issue six last week was very difficult. I'm not gonna lie and say that I didn't peek at the first couple of pages. I think we both talked about it last episode. We both yeah, peaked. Yeah. Because I had to know what she was gonna turn into, you know, what she was yeah. gonna make. Um, one thing I really like about this, and I, I, I hope, hopefully we don't tread too much, uh, uh, old ground, but one thing that I'll say is I love the limitation that they put on her powers. Uh, you don't see that a lot other than the, the regular like battery power, but there's a lot of plot armor that comes around that with hers. There's yeah, they like, can pop their lantern up at any at any instance. It's just yeah. like and say the chant, and they're one hundred percent charged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With hers, you know, there really is this fine finite uh, power level, um, mm-hmm. kind of. And we can get into that later. The way I read it, said a little differently, but um, yeah. yeah. So it makes it makes it like a fresh, like a legitimately fresh Green Lantern story to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This. I don't know. I love it. Anyway, so the way we left uh, Joe last time is basically she was going to save one of the council members who was kind of taken hostage. She had uh, sent her a message. It was the council member that she really liked, the Venus Flatride mm-hmm. guy, said he was going to eat her, which is not so cool. <laughs> not as sexual as you I want to eat you. I want to eat you. I want to eat you. Yeah. Um, she goes and she finds these mech suits that are basically the main enemy that the three races had fought um, beforehand. So Space crustaceans. Yeah. She's going to make some crab legs. Um, so. This issue did get weird for me. Uh, I won't go lie. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me. I like the ideas that are presented, but it Same. doesn't make a lot of sense. Like the so, ability to use the ring to jack into the, the, yeah, I don't even know what's it. The Matrix. What's it connected to? What? Yeah, that's my thing. It's like what's it connected to? So she defeats the crustacean. She realizes that um, not only did her friend and these other basic hostages that were controlling yeah. these mechs. Uh, not only were they kidnapped, but they were used as basic, basically as puppets. Um, yeah, the they're, they're dead. Adats, yeah, the adats used them as meatware, so to speak. Took over their brain, took over their nervous sense. Yeah, I don't like the way, I don't like meatware. Uh, it's like a little hat for your penis. Did I make that joke before? I don't I like know. sweat, like sweaters. <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, it, it come to realize, like her assistant, the adat, basically tells her that these people are already dead. You know, whatever the case, they're already dead. There's no saving in them at this point. Um, But she could still possibly track down the killers. 
Um, and mm-hmm. as we said, she uses her ring to jack into the matrix. <laughs> um, which which was, I thought was weird. It's just, it was sort of like a thing that you just have to go with. <laughs> yeah, it was cool how they did it. Um, yeah. And you can see, I feel like the illustration just needs to be uh, pulled out a little bit because you can see that like she uses the ring you can see a, the the jack uh, much like the auxiliary jack yeah yeah poke out but then you can see a wire that kind of leads down around uh-huh. her ring and i'm thinking that that was going into maybe the mind of someone that she was around yeah or any sort of technology that would make sense for her to go into this world mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but what i was what i kind of talked about earlier about this green lantern ring is that you know, it is finite, but at the same time, to me, the way I read this is the uh, Oa, uh, Owen that she speaks to that gives her the ring says, you know, the, and I'll just read it word for word. Uh, yeah. So the will to overcome fear is powerful, but singular and acute manifestation. What I've chosen to study is the more nuanced willpower required to live with fear, to push toward a goal over the years against a whole society with no hope of reward. This is the will that fuels your ring. Um, It spikes lower in terms of absolute power, but once you learn to harness it fully, worlds will fall before you and arise transform. So that was several panels. Um, But the way I've read that is like, basically if she figures it out, there's no limit. Yeah. So they set a, they set a ceiling but she has to figure out how to break through it or completely control it. Like whether her emotions or whatever, almost like a glass ceiling flex. Yeah. She has to break through the glass. (laughs) Um, First thing I'll comment on as far as art is that they made her extra thick in these (laughs) latter. I don't think it was not, not in this issue. There was a issue nine. I think it was where I was just like, damn, they made her like real thick. And then in issue 10, they made her like buff thick. Yeah. 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 I like the buff (laughs) thick, but it, and I I mean, I don't mind either way. I'm I'm into it. But uh, in this one they do, it starts and I'm like, damn Mm -hmm. man, like she's. A lot of heavy too. Cause they're top heavy. Yeah. Her top, her top part's not that thick. Um, in this issue, we see her jack in basically into what we what we call the Matrix, where the AT-ATs live. The AT-AT. The Metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> Zuck is there, smoking meats. Um, <laughs> but they jack yeah, in. Sweet baby Ray. <laughs> sweet baby Ray. <laughs> um, she jacks in, and, and she has this weird, like, she doesn't really know how to control it because everything moves so quickly. So... Uh-huh. At one point they're flying, and one point in the next panel they're on motorcycles. In the next panel they're in a diner. Her friend, her uh, assistant, is wearing like I just realized she's wearing the uh, Kaneda jacket um, from Akira. Yeah, yep, yeah, from Akira. At and, one point they're they're dressed like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're trying to track down these people that were using their friends as meat puppets, so to speak, and. The whole time they're there, Joe is like struggling with the the idea that none of this shit is real. Like this is a mm-hmm. physical man, manifestation of her mind, and uh, she has to concentrate on making it real. Otherwise, she'll get lost as data. Yeah. Um, and like also, you, time time moves different. So she had six yeah. minutes left on her ring. 
but we learn that time is significantly different. That's like months in, uh, or whatever. I don't know exactly the time difference, but it's time moves way, way, way slower or faster. Slower. Yeah. In, in the metaverse. So she has way more time. Yeah. I guess it moves. Technically it moves slower, but they live faster pace a lot. I don't know how that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, but with that, that's another reason why you see her kind of flash around these different scenarios is that they are living so fast. It's almost like a neural pace. Like as soon as yeah. you think it is there. Um, and at the very end, they kind of track down these guys, uh, ladies, whatever, these people that had people. Uh, puppeteered their friends and they're ready to end it, basically trap them. And this issue goes by really quickly because that's it. Like they find yeah. them, they're dressed like the Matrix, as you said, which is really fun. And they're like, we're going to end this shit. I will say that the memes thing is weird to me. Like they reference it a few times, mm-hmm. but on the back half of this story, you learn that it's like an actual uh, life fuel for it, these well, it's like creatures. Current. It's like currency. It's like currency. Yeah. yeah. They need it to survive. Which is weird that it's so Earth based and they're the farthest place from Earth. Well, yeah, so they have they have their own, but it's rare because of this emotion like yeah. blocker. So they use Earth as like a black um motherfucker. Black market. Thank you. God, what the hell is wrong? <laughs> They use it like a Black Martin, Mar- Black Martin, Black Martin, Black, Black Martin Lawrence <laughs> you know, in the Black Knight. It all <laughs> comes together. No, they use it as like a black market thing. So the Earth memes are really valuable. Um, I guess that's the way I understood it. It was so weird that it was like heavy on the memes, though. For the rest of this, this guy was like a junkie for like Earth memes. Does it seem that far fetched though when you think of NFTs and cryptocurrency? No, that's that's what I was thinking. It made me think about NFTs and like yeah. Sweet Baby Rays, like the metaverse. That's what this made me think of. It's like weird why. because this this is before all this not to, like NFTs have sort of been around. Cryptocurrency is definitely around when this book came out. As book is you know, it's from last year, so it's not super old. Um but man, it's crazy how on the nose it is almost. Yeah, there's a lot of very poignant issues and themes in these books yeah i'm surprised there isn't a, a sweet baby ray's nft there's gotta be <laughs> we should do it <laughs> something we should do it first neat. um <laughs> we're gonna make every episode of the podcast the nft and you have to pay seventy thousand dollars <laughs> somebody will do it um so we just need one person. To do yeah, it. We don't hey. need a bunch of people. To do it. Somebody, yeah. Uh, all right, take it away. Issue number eight. All right, so it en- because it ends with them capturing the murderers of of everybody from the big, first dude, second person. Like we find out, these are the people that did it, and they're just sort of like shells. They just got hired by an right. anonymous figure. Well, they don't even catch them yet. Like they they find him in the metaverse so to speak but they're they're ready to execute the action so they don't they don't have them yet yeah um so far sector issue eight while still processing her feelings about counselor marth joe tracks down the riders who killed Thorn 
and gets the first hint of what's really going on beneath the surface of the city in Durin. Reporting to the council, Joe is disgusted to realize she's facing the same kind of callous, responsibility-avoiding bureaucracy as back home on Earth. This issue... Which I, yeah, I, I pulled up. I feel like it was kind of absent from the last one. Maybe I'm wrong. But this issue delves back into the movie references as the intro. Yeah, it does Alien, right? Yeah. I don't know if I remember this one, right? Yeah, right at the beginning, it's kind of Aliens, Alien. Well, Aliens. Uh, there's the Leroy Jenkins, like, obviously me. Leroy Jenkins! But they're kind of explaining everything, and that's fun to watch. I really love those references. That's part of my favorite. Yeah, that, those intros, those recaps are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, well, like, this book is good. I'm not saying that. But it's just a great highlight. Uh, this one in particular, until I saw the little the little loading mech, I was confused. <laughs> because I was like, is this actually happening? Because Leroy the universe is so, like, whatever they call it, the, is so kind of oddball, you know, and has a lot yeah. of movie references and shit. I thought maybe this was actually happening. It wasn't yeah. until and- I saw her friend here, or these other uh, nah people. Yeah, that I understood, and you were one hundred percent right. They they did not capture them yet. They're still fighting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I thought it was so so silly and crazy how they look. Like her assistant, um, it's just sort of like this symbiotic type of existence, which it looks cool because in one panel it's, it's a merging panel, which I thought was cool. It's like at the top frame, oh, yeah. she has the the gun in her hand, and then it just completely merges down to the bottom where she's at which i thought was really cool that is cool i didn't notice that at first hmm what'd you think about issue number eight um yeah so that's it's kind of cool i love the the matrix reference and them continuing to be in this metaverse and how they handled the people um these killers like basically her assistant what's her has cats has What's her name? Uh, I can't remember. I think. Um, locks everyone out of this particular room and slows down the perpetrators of this crime so much that they, they literally, they're like weighed down. They can't do anything. So I like the way that was executed. Yeah. It, it's just kind of neat to see. You see a lot about the, I don't know, they're not the thorn. You see a lot about the gnaw. You see a lot about the plant people. But this is the first glimpse you see about the adats, like the digital beings. And then you find out that they have like ter- turmoil. Like they are real. Like, And they reference it before about them, even though they're uh, sort of digital or whatever, they are real. Mm-hmm. And they have like these real like live problems where they not enough. There's a lot of poor people, not enough resources to keep everybody alive. And it's like you, it's just hard to, because it's so abstract, it's hard to wrap like a normal mind around it. Uh, and it sort of just seems like a one-off thing. Right. Even so much as say, like the the main perpetrator, they, they get him in a room and they're uh, talking to him, kind of investigating and everything. And they question him. And he talks about basically what it's like to wear someone as a meat puppet. I know I keep saying that disgusting <laughs> term, but basically take over someone's mind, their uh, neurology, take over their mind. It's like, I felt that person die. He said, yeah, he said, I died. He said, we're not supposed to feel that. Yeah. And 
they bring that up. Her friend, this peace officer, brings it up. She said, anytime some uh, uh, anat does that, we basically have to quarantine them or kill them, essentially. They essentially become a virus. Yeah, yeah, because they never come back right. Yeah. And Joe is thick in this. Oh. Like, thick, thick in this one. This is where... (laughs) So... I when she's plain dress, I don't like that hairstyle. I know it sounds like that's yeah. kind of like a stupid thing, but I don't like the like pompadour hairstyle. Uh, well, the thing was that that was this is the first time that they do it where she's outside of her clothes. Like yeah. usually it comes down when she's not uh, in her uniform. So yeah, I don't hate it or anything. It's just to me, it's not the colors are insane. I have to find out who the colorist on this book is. Yeah, they the I mean the art continues to be amazing. And like you said, they really, the, I don't know if it's part of like the digital atmosphere leaking in, not real, not literally leaking in, but the way they color it in the digital space. Uh-huh. And then now yep. everything's kind of still neon, uh, but it's got a lot of the soft colors that it had in previous issues. Yeah, I can't compliment it enough. I'm with you. I agree. I mean, it's just insane. Everything about it is just like, it might be one of the most well-illustrated books I've ever read, mm-hmm. which is a, it's a high praise, but I mean, from the illustration, like, you know, you know how it works, pencils, inks, colors. I mean, those are three different people usually Yeah, all knocked it out of the park. And here's something I didn't know, and maybe this will be information for somebody out there. I did not realize that pencilers nowadays sometimes don't even like finish facial features. Like they'll basically finish a lot. Yeah. They don't, they'll do like a basic layout. They'll draw Uh everything that the way that they, you know, think it needs to go. And then inkers come in and like may draw major details, like major, major details. That's why usually, usually they go together. Usually they work together a lot Mm -hmm. because it's like the inker will know the nuances of like what the penciler is trying to do and then they can finish it and they work together sort of as a pair. Not always, but usually that's what happens. Uh, And then the even more accent is the person that, you know, people think colorists and comics don't really do anything, but like you see a book like this, if you make it flat without the colors, it's still good. But like the colors add so much to this book. Uh, Yeah. I cannot imagine what this book would look like without uh, the colors. Because even like the accents of their hair, that's not ink. That those are the that's the colorist doing that stuff. Yeah, it's cool too because they really give it like this watercolor texture. Mm-hmm. I really like how they yep. do that. Um, yeah, we just appreciation, slight appreciation for for all the pieces that really because you know you always hear about the writers yeah. and the illustrator, but it's like so many like even for the letterer, the people that letter these books, they a lot of times they hand letter them, which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy to me. The uh, thinking about like uh, Jay and Silent Bob when they call that one character, he's a tracer. You know, it's just funny. Like you hear that, and that's what I yeah. had in my mind what it is. And then I heard an interview about actual inking and stuff like that. And it's crazy what goes into it. No, yeah. If you watch, I've watched the if you like look up any videos like watching the process, you would be like this. You cannot put an illustrated book out like pencils doesn't even look like a finished book at all mm-hmm. backgrounds a lot of times they don't even do backgrounds yeah i can't imagine 
with those uh i mean like a lot of those artists how many books they're putting out at one time it makes a lot some of sense of them, yeah some of them are doing a lot and again it's like if you're doing more than one book that's a lot to do every month mm-hmm. yeah um, but they also get paid like two thousand dollars a page hey man sweet money they get paid a, they get paid a lot of money they're i mean the higher up ones not yeah right <laughs> not, very low wages for for normal people not people like me and you there's uh so we're talking about joe being thick there's there's a particular panel side view in this where i feel like she does not look like she's looked anywhere else in this series uh oh well that's the one i was looking at but there's another one on i don't know what page this is but it's right they look frumpy in this one they handled the thickness so well in this entire book, but this page, I was just like, why does she look so frumpy, man? <laughs> when she's gone, and uh, it's a little bit past that, when she's at the council, she's actually talking to the council. Is it what she's walking away? And that right there, top left. Yeah. That to me, yeah. I was like, mm, no, no. All yeah. body styles are accepted. I just want her to look the same throughout yeah, the book. Yeah, that was my major complaint is just consistency because she she doesn't I don't know like that even that side profile of her top left like same page yeah. she looks it's like she doesn't have a defined butt anymore you know well <laughs> like, this entire issue this entire issue she looks like that yeah. but then the next issue she's jacked they're at the diner together and she's jacked. Yeah. Uh, specifically, uh, I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks back to her military and self. it's just like, what happened in that issue? But sidebar, she, in this issue, she basically is reporting to the council. The council has a replacement for um, the Venus flytrap, Averrup Thorn. Mm-hmm. He has a replacement. She seems sort of like a jerk. Um. Yeah. And then uh, Marth basically kind of sets her on a mission to ask her assistant He's, about Fields Net. He still seems like a bad guy. Yeah. I think in the end he kind of still is, you know? But we don't really know. Yeah. Kind of. But not like the bad guy like I think he is. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's not just like pure villain. He's just like a politician. Essentially, <laughs> he just becomes like a, yeah. a normal person bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yes. I understand that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, she she has great dialogue with him though. I love it. I love that she's she doesn't. I love that they don't make her a damsel like they hooked up and they don't make it like she's in love with him and all this stuff like they typically do with lady characters in, in books. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just like, listen, man, I didn't think you'd be so clingy. Like, why are you even here <laughs> yeah. talking to? Me? Why are you talking to me? Yeah. Like the sex wasn't that good, man. Why yeah. are we? Why are we? Why are you here? I love that constant. You see that a lot in this series. Like I've heard things about him. It's like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't man, that good. It ain't that good. Like I, I played the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was so good. Uh, and that's pretty much that issue. This cover, all the covers are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really. I can, like that I, I, maybe I'm mesmerized by the art. I, you, I'm a sucker for art. So, I don't. Maybe this like book's it. not. I don't, maybe not, the maybe the book's not that good. It's the only time I read books with pictures. Is when I'm reading this with you because I hate art. Far, far sector issue number nine. Joe's investigation into the conspiracy at the heart of the city enduring takes her to platform solid ground. 
an alien farmland where most of the city's food comes from. But what but what the headstrong Green Lantern discovers there <laughs> shakes her, even her to the core as far sectors thrilling threads of murder and machinations mm-hmm. <laughs> build to the fever pitch. Mm-hmm. I had to think about that, make sure I was reading that right. Machine nations. <laughs> so um what was the what was the I don't think there was one in this one either. They don't do it in every issue anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. No, not in this one. Sad. Uh, and it's sad. Sad. So you see a lot of her as just human. You don't see her suited up a lot. because um, her ring's dead. Yeah, like you said, she's jacked, looking good, eating fake food. I will say before I uh, let you talk about the issue, from this point on, everything happens really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where I was confused a few times and had to go back like, uh, what? Well, and it's also just, you know, we had this complaint in the first one, not only with naming conventions, but just like, it's so alien. Everything's so alien. Yeah. You're not dealing with trying to figure out how one race works. You're you're dealing now with how to figure out all three, three. of them. <laughs> yeah. Even things with like her assistant, you know, she's sitting there talking to her assistant, uh, but then, like, her assistant asked a question, like, oh, he told you to ask me about feels now. And she's like, how'd you know that? And it's like, oh, I'm still in your head. So she can be two places at once, I guess. Yeah, that's weird. Um, that's the, weird. The ad had a really interesting, especially later on, you know, like the situation at the end, um, the end book, and we'll get to that later, but I, I don't want to forget about it, is that basically, like, you know, not all of them can be physical, which I think yeah. is pretty crazy. Like this. it's like a class thing almost. Yeah, they can't afford necessarily to be. That's crazy. It's yeah, it's kind of. Eh. Who it's, a, the... it's a hard concept to like <laughs> try to think about in the grasp, not necessarily, but like in the grasp of like processing the entire book. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so she kind of goes on a special mission because she's looking for this farm. She gets on the same kind of bike that Ray has in the Star Wars yeah, Rises. It's just, just a, a brick Watch with box. an engine on it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like you said, though she is she's not power. She's like it's like I appreciated that she wasn't Green Lantern in this because the limitation on a ring is pointless if she could just be Green Lantern the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that they did have this issue where she couldn't do it. Yeah, I like how she explained. She's like, I was a cop. I was a soldier. I'm also from Brooklyn, so, like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, I, I, it's interesting how, you know, she's got these, like, zoom-in glasses or whatever, and they program this mine area to be invisible unless by the naked eye. Yeah. So it's like who who's actually looking? You know, if it's a digital thing, yeah, people aren't going to be wearing glasses constantly. So I don't really know how that's supposed to work. If that's just against Adat, that's supposed to be effective against them, maybe. Uh, I love that she knocks this dude out and steals his suit or whatever. He he finds her. Looks like a looks like a G Force person. You remember G Force? (laughs) I thought he was like a regular guy too. I thought they were going to introduce humans. But uh, I love that she puts on the gloves. They have six fingers, right? 
She puts on the glove and it just has this one floppy finger the rest of the issue. <laughs> I did not notice that. I did not notice that until just now. She's like, I don't have enough uh, fingers for this, but, you know, it'll be all right. And but she also doesn't have, like, wings and a tail, which I thought was going to bite her in the ass, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, no one seems to notice that. It's kind of weird. Um, but she goes into this facility and all these Nah are standing around there wearing, like, scrubs or basically hospital wear and they have these collars on their neck. It's really weird. They're wearing these collars and you see one scene where they're like laughing and crying and they're feeling all these emotions, which kind of tips you off on what's happening Yeah, with these people, uh, which I didn't notice until just now. So I'm, I'm reporting it live. <laughs> did he, did he, did he? Yeah. I didn't realize that that was happening. So that's kind of a, first precursor of what's actually happening but then you start seeing these people it's like bedlam like um like a madhouse some people are just clutched over crying the the guards of this facility are restraining people some people are laughing so hard they can't stand um, but then you quickly realize that it's a sweatshop yeah yeah and the main idea is that these people well we actually don't get to that yet um not yet. Yeah, but you just see a lot of emotions for a place that's, you know, not supposed to have any emotions. Oh, shit, that is the end of this issue. Yeah. I thought I was about to go into it. I was like, oh, oh, oh never mind. Yeah. So she just walks into this room of these 20 or so people. More than that, we learn. But they're having all these different emotions. Some are screaming, some are crying, some are... Just looks like a bunch of random aliens having emotions. And yeah. she's freaked out. And that's how it ends. Yeah, there's even one character she overhears somebody say, like, I worked really... <laughs> it's like every point in this is poignant. Like, I know it's like aliens and all this weird shit, but like, she's like, yeah, they told me if I kept working really hard that, you know, they, they would let me do this or that. It's like, yeah, dude, that's... They're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, man. The harder you work, the more work they give you. It's not worth it. Well, they said something that really hit me, like, in the feels. This is, like, relatable, even though, again, it is, like... If they're working for memes and they're aliens, it's like weird shit. But it was like they realize that we work harder when we have hope. So if they string along, like you get this if you work harder, like they know that. Yeah, which you, is like the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, you get more with the carrot than you do with the hand. Yeah, exactly. And that is issue number nine. Yeah, is it nine? <laughs> you're, yeah, you're on ten. Yeah, I'm on ten, dog. Uh, the groundbreaking sci-fi series approaches its thrilling climax. Ooh. <laughs> Since arriving Ooh. at the city enduring, Sojourner Joe Mullion has confronted an insidious conspiracy of murder and mayhem. But even this most resilient Green Lantern reaches her breaking point when she uncovers an emotional sweatshop producing black market feelings for a world without him. But Joe is only too human. It's kind of a weird way to end that <laughs> synopsis, but... <laughs> Um, so you start this, oh, ooh. hold on. What was the, what was this? The, was it walking dead? Was uh, it? Yeah, I, I believe it is. I am legend. No, I think iron I, obviously means something. I think it's not walking dead. I think it is, uh, like the original, like, uh, what's the, uh not army the, of dead, not army of dead, but Dawn uh, of the night dead? of the living, night, night of the living, living dead. dead. That's probably it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that that's probably not a living dead. Because that was also a black guy. That's a, That movie's about race. Did you know that? I did know. I yeah. did. Black actress. 
I liked that it was jarring. The first image wasn't just a straight continuation. I liked that they set it up sort of cinematic, like, oh, shit, I bet you're wondering how I got here. It's it's not much. It's not like a a continuous tease. It goes right back to the story, but I I like that it kind of sets it up that way. It piqued my interest more because she's obviously got the shit kicked out of her. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, what happened? And then it goes back to telling the story. Well, even the way it ended on the last one, it doesn't seem like, you know, that's a big discovery. It doesn't seem like where you're going to go from here. You know what I mean? So yeah. she goes through the, all these people are in these weird pods, just experiencing life, I guess. Some, this really sad this guy gets out and he's like, I just want to talk to my sister. Apparently he got through the firewall. Yeah. They were like, we hate the smart ones. Yeah. In, I hate the smart ones. <laughs> in my mind, I honestly was confused. I assumed he would be someone who was feeling emotions, but it's the opposite. Uh, he wants her to feel like she's okay or he's okay or whatever. Well, he gets out because the switch off gets turned off or it wears out. So he gets out because he's finally thinking rationally again. Uh, but then they give, so he's like, oh, I just want to talk to my sister. Just give me a second. I was going to do this thing. And then they give him switch off again, so he'll feel emotions, so he'll be farming again. Which, I, yeah, in my opinion, I thought—well, not in my opinion—I thought that it was going to be the opposite. Like I thought he was the switch off was he wanted more of it. Yeah, something like that. Like yeah. just it wasn't wearing off. Like he had been reactivated. That's why he's emotional. He wants to talk to his sister. Uh-huh. But that's not the case. Um. I will say I like the design of the guards and this weird psionic uh, boss, I guess, that comes through. Uh-huh. One of the problems I have with the book is that, like, they introduce all these cool-looking characters and characters, but then it's just, like, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, all the guards' armor, I like I like it. I like it. It looks really cool. But then they have this psionic gatekeeper that's like, oh, I'll have to top them off or whatever. Looks cool, but that's it. Yeah. There's no real reference to it. She gave him and over the pants. Then it just straight. moves. <laughs> then it just moves really fast. She hulks out as Green Lantern. Yeah, that was great. Giant fastball, <laughs> Hal Jordan style. I had to look at it again. I was like, "What is that? Is that a pig?" Giant fastball. But then I did not understand what happened here. So the way I saw it is, she does all this shit. You see the message from the ring, which normally it'll it'll Mm -hmm. talk to her. It's blank. So she runs out of energy. Then they stun her? Yeah, this other person is not her. I thought it was her. Maybe it is her. But it can't be, because she apparently frees a bunch of people. Well, I know that she runs out and she punches this other person, but then she's knocked in the back back of her head by this other guard like if you're looking Uh at the far right panel you see she comes out hits the gnaw but then this other person has her arm raised to basically clock her in the back of the head Uh, as you see it now and then she's passed out it's not illustrated cohesively those pan i had to look over it several times yeah because i thought this person says like you know with the the subtitles like set to stun i thought that was her it looks like yeah. So did I. So maybe it is. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, that was the, one of the ones I was like, uh, we'll just go past it. Yeah, yeah. You know that she gets captured. And that's the important part. 
after all this, like basically she gets arrested and she talks to her pizza officer friend and she thinks that, you know, this is no big deal. Like she's doing her civic duty as a green lantern or whatever, but her peace officer friend tells her like, no, those, those farm, whatever you want to call them, sweatshop, they're legal. Like you can do that. Yeah. We don't want slave labor, but you know, those things are completely legal. Um, yeah. Like it's, yes, we can't have a sweatshop, but if you went about it the right way, we could have shut, we could have shut it down. Yeah. But yeah instead yeah. you took it upon yourself. And now we have to deal with like, bureaucracy yeah you're yeah you're arrested for like vandalism and things like that uh-huh. yeah because like the place is legal it's just, it's just like technically you busted in there and now it's the focus is on you rather than like what the building was being used for it's like a PETA facility like <laughs> so people think that PETA, PETA don't don't Peter, don't come out for us. Oh, that's like, yeah, you people that make Peter pockets don't come after. I like Peter's anyway. So, <laughs> like Peter, like you could have a facility say, "Oh, we're saving animals," but most mm, Peter really just they euthanize a lot of animals because they're saving them, and that's the way I see that. Like it's perfectly legal, and it seems like a good yeah. cause, but it's really not. Yeah. Um, so there's some knowledge dropped on you about Peter. Take that, Peter. Yeah. So, yeah, so her friend basically tells her, like, you know, we can just blame it on your emotions, essentially. Gaslighting her as a woman. We gotta just blame it on your emotions. Yeah, you had an insanity, uh, insane emotional episode. And they're just having this, like, sort of conflict of, uh, you know, between bureaucracy and, like, she's just like, I have to do this because it's my job. She doesn't have emotions, so, of course... things are going to be more by the book for her. And Joe's like, listen, at some point you're going to say, do you work for justice or do you work for the counselor? And emotions are not, that's real life. Like you have to logistic or logically think about that. And uh, I think that's where she broke through. Joe's really smart, man. She is emotional, but she's really smart. There are parts. Yeah, she is. There are parts that I didn't quite understand. They broke down like what happened to Thorn. Um, I'll just read through it. The dealers gave her money. So I don't even know who they're talking about. But, um, I'm not going to let this person go. Maybe they're talking about the teacher. Because the teacher, the vegetarian teacher lady was the first one. Yeah, the dealers gave her money. Then hooked her on switch off. And sucked memes yeah. out of her to pay back the debt. She escaped. I just, it's hard for me to take it seriously when it memes is the currency. Right, right, right. She was afraid they were. Uh, they were afraid she would rat them out, so they found her and hired those adat to make an example of her. Like I'm so confused. So they're talking about the original lady. So they killed the dude mm-hmm. with the teacher. I guess they're talking about the teacher. They got a, the vegetarian teacher. They got her hooked on that. They were worried about her. I don't know. I don't remember why they killed Steve Stephen or whatever the original guy's name was though. Well, that's the thing. It's like the, so they fire that so they found her and hired those adat to make an example of her, and then the editors notice issue eight. So, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was very confused on what it was talking about there. Well, then they talk about Stephen in the next one. Yeah, they wanted Stephen's death to seem like a random act of violence, and her death to look like suicide by cop. 
Ah, so they wanted to, so they were trying to set the stage, essentially. Yeah, suicide by cop, though. I mean, she died in prison. What's going on? Yeah, somebody killed, yeah, they made it seem like maybe that was the intention, but then it just went awry. I'm so confused. Yeah, me too. Fuck the council. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the council. Yeah, we get our PG-13 curse word. We get our one, yeah, we get our one bad word. Yeah. Um, I do like this moment where it's kind of a trope at this point. You see this like Superman and shit, but she's captive and all this. She's talking. She's like trying to get through with just intelligence and not like creating a scene. Yeah, she could get out at any time, but she chooses to be held captive. Yeah, and at that moment, yeah, she just blows out of her <clears throat> her uh, restraints. I, I like this panel, and I think you see this later, too, where you see her, like, mid-transformation. Yeah, you I see- love that suit. Yeah, because in this mid-transformation, even the glasses is, like, almost, like, merging out. Oh, my God. I, again, this is my favorite Green Lantern suit. Mm-hmm. Kyle Rayner is up there. He was number one, but this, this is my favorite Lantern suit. Hands yeah. down. It's not even close. And then the rest of this issue is a lot of like weird bureaucracy politics shit and like all these reveals from yeah. Marth. Marth is like playing Game of Thrones style bullshit. He's playing fucking like, 4D chess. Yeah, she's basically like, I want to talk to Marth. Obviously, he is important, an important piece of this chess game. And she's like, listen, if I tell you no, you're just going to fucking leave anyways. But she doesn't, which is, again, it's good because she could have been like, yeah, bust out like a Superman style. But uh, then Marth comes and he's just like, yeah. Uh, apparently, Joe figures out that Marth owned that place. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I owned it, but I didn't know they were doing all that bad stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. What? I didn't know they were like killing cows, man. I know it was a hamburger restaurant, but I didn't know they were serving meat. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like, again, like you said, this is from this point on, it becomes almost too, uh, I don't know, not too smart. I don't, I'm not trying to sound like an idiot, but it's almost like there's too many moving pieces. You know what I mean? This is like Martha's doing this and this and this and this. He gets arrested. This is not in this issue, but, or yeah, it is. He gets arrested, but he knows he's going to get arrested because he knows that they were working together against and it's just like all these fucking things right so this um my major complaint with scooby-doo was always that they hid evidence from you you couldn't figure it out yourself until the end and then they told you what all the evidence was right right but it was like shit you never saw that's what it feels like to me uh, yeah 100 <laughs> there's all this stuff that comes to light there's all these secret things. secret coup, yeah. secret power struggle that we didn't know about. Right, right. I knew that she was going to do this, and I know that she hired that Venus flytrap lady because she was in her pocket and this and that. Now that everybody's gone, they are the council. And then all of a sudden, and she knew that me and Thorne were working together. Like we didn't get any of that stuff. Right, and as all that's going on, you know, like he's been arrested, and and uh, there's then there's just like blaring emergency that says like, get inside your homes because shit's about to go down, and you find out that this is a coup attempt. Yeah, um, yeah, and again, Scooby Doo moment, and again, this is where the book to me gets like 
I just had to get through it. I was like, I just got to get through it. I'm not even going to try to focus on it, on like the plots too much. I just want to get through it. I got to record today. Because he says, yes, she's making her move at last. And they're saying, what move? And then it's just like, this is a coup. Like Marth just knows about everything. Yeah. Get over yourself, bro. (laughs) Fuck you, sweat. Get out of here. Jesus, I hate that character so much. He's so handsome. Um, that takes us to Far Sector issue 11. Everything is coming to a boil as we lay the groundwork for f- the Far Sector finale in this, our penultimate issue. <coughs> issue. Sorry, my voice. I knew it was going to go out at some point. Riots are breaking out across the city, enduring as its citizens realize that there are political shenanigans disrupting their way of life and subverting the will of the people. To quell this unrest, at Blaze of Glory is threatening to unleash a terrible weapon upon her own people. Joe has to race against a ticking clock of the Green Lantern Ring that is rapidly losing power to bypass the city's entire defense forces to stop this attack from above. Issue 11 was my least favorite issue of the entire book. Because everything happened so fast, and like you said before, a lot of things come into the story that we don't even know about. We see the guy, the bald uh, Osmosis Jones guy that was in issue three that we never, he seemed like a main character. He's nothing. It's just, it was so much in issue 11. Yeah, he seems like a main character, nothing, and also not a bad dude. No. What he's presented as. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of like, like you like we were saying last issue, Martha's like, oh yeah, you know, shit, I know what's going on. I do like this uh, exchange that he has with the guard where he's like, hey, what would your digitized person think if you were holding me up from basically giving them their freedom? Yeah, apparently that, that, but so that guard was in a relationship with like an ad-ass? Mm, yeah. That's or what? You know, trying to get that virtual And Martha, Martha, Martha just knew that. He knows his people. I hate Martha. This is the point where I did, I did like the ad at restrictions that they have. Like, man, it cost me a fortune to become real, like hard light. Yeah. And and again, a lot of stuff gets, I can't say it enough. A lot of stuff gets presented in this issue that you would assume you knew about. Apparently there is a vote against the, reform on uh, using switch off. Yeah. So they, they do bring it up in a previous issue that they're going to hold a vote on it. Yeah. But I was even confused about that. I forgot. Physically. Yeah. The ad ads can't physically manifest. And the only way they can vote is if they physically manifest. Yeah. There's a lot of on the nose kind of uh, prejudice, but it's spread out through the three races. So it's not like they picked one. And said like, oh, this is yeah, uh, you know this this is this is like black people, you know, you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, it's not exactly one hundred percent, but you see those struggles in there, which is cool. It does make it very human, which I appreciate. It makes it like, oh shit, yeah, it's interesting to see it through this alien light because yeah, man, we deal with that shit every day. I say we, I mean. <laughs> Like Marth I, is also <laughs> Marth is also presented again as an evil character. He pretty much just said that he calls Joe his wild card 
earlier numerous times. And in this, he says, wild cards, they're talking about Uno. He wants her to teach him how to play Uno. It's an Earth game that he loves. And then he says, wild cards are only valuable if they play if they're played right. And then he does this evil Eddie Murphy vampire in Brooklyn smile. <laughs> I always play to win. It's just like, that's evil, man. You're up to something. Yeah. Your little finger in Game of Thrones. That's what I figure this character. That's who I imagine this character is. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Uh, <laughs> and then Blaze of Glory, which is a character we don't really even see a lot in the books. Like we do see Blaze at Blaze of Glory Glory, but now she's a main character. Yeah, she's kind of a snotty side whatever. And now again, Scooby Doo moment, she's like the bad guy. <laughs> now she's the bad guy. And she betrayed her Lumiere, which is like her assistant, I guess, because I don't even, I never even remembered seeing that character before. This one girl, you do see her in the background a lot. Yeah, see? But now she's another main character. And Martha's back there just being fucking Martha. This, this issue, I don't know. What'd you think about this issue? I'm sorry. It was a lot for me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. I was very confused. Um, when her, assistant or whatever this girl is dying she's like oh yeah shot myself what what that's the way i read it i don't uh, i'm still me too and she's like i just wanted to spread a virus i'm like okay we kind of understood what a virus comes from in the last issue but what what same same and then uh now they have these bombs that are blowing up the (laughs) creating an they're like dirty bombs yeah and they're blowing up the stations for the ad ads so that's what my thing was just like it just happened so fast they were like yeah those are typical terrorist things and they're just like what and now we have like the emotional trauma which we've gotten a little bit of it of the ad ads but now it's like hardcore and the lead-up has only been one issue so it's hard to grasp like the terroristic part of it mm-hmm and like this issue is severely about like the ad-ads political drama. Right, right. It's so much. It's crazy. It's very again, it's very poignant and uh and accurate to the times. You know, these people yeah, that are Yeah, everything else was sort of Yeah, everything else was sort of like a nod. This is like like you said on the nose. Yeah, it's very heavy-handed, but it's like you know, it's hard for us to even get here. How are we supposed to vote when they've closed down the whole voting area and everything like that? <sighs> Shit was happening for real, dog. Yeah. I'm glad she still hasn't used her green laser ring. You realize that it's not charged. Mm-hmm. She didn't even, she won't even tell him how much it has left. Her friend's like, how much do you have? She's like, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Though when she does use it, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I, I this goes back to what I've said in last week's episode about like the designs and these interesting, like quirky. I don't know how to describe the constructions that she makes. Like she makes this giant fist. And I think it's. I thought it said path of will. Pot. But now, yeah, I noticed it says pot of will. Anyway, it has like brass knuckles. Uh, it's just cool. Yeah. She makes a giant shuriken. Yeah, yeah, to fuck up the hard light emitter, essentially. Um, that makes 
what's her name? Blaze of Glory. Makes Blaze her, of Glory. At Blaze of Glory. Yeah, yeah. That's when you realize that the Adat, and maybe they mentioned it earlier, that the Adat need something like that to be physical, to be a per, to like present. Yeah, yeah. And apparently it costs money mm-hmm. <laughs> in cat memes. Me, but then we also <clears throat> we also see the lady. We get a call back to the lady. Her husband got killed in the first issue. She's there. Yeah, now she's BFF with the people that tried to kill her. Yeah, as they <laughs> Osmosis Jones bad guy and fancy mustache bad guy as they uh, you know lob grenades over to these security forces. That's uh, weird. It's just a lot. This issue is just a lot because there's also. A invasion, it seems like. But then you learn that it's themselves invading themselves. Yeah, so the Marth, the guy, he's gotten kind of fucked up. He's he's falling asleep and he's like, Oh, I what do you think all the money went to that I was, you know, basically shell company, shell company, shell company uh-huh. funneling all the, the money that was coming from my farm, which he had visited earlier, you know, like what do you want to what do you want to call it? Like how do you farm? Yeah, farm uh, stuff. Mine, whatever. Um, that she had visited earlier. He's like, what do you think all that money was going towards? And that's where the invasion comes from. It's like he was paying yeah. the people that had invaded him in the first place that created all yeah. the issues. You never complaint. You never see these aliens. You know? Never. You don't see them. Even enough. even even when they say they're back. You don't ever see them. Yeah, they're just a omnipresent. I don't know. That's it. That's the end of the issue. That's weird. Yeah. She does say, you see like sort of a romantic tick between the peace officer, which we get in like the first issue, uh, and Joe. And she says, hey, if the, if the, you know, whatever, if it passes, will you try switch off with me? And she says, yeah. Yeah, man. That's fine. And she flies off. She only has twenty percent of her ring left. It's like I'll I'll cry. <laughs> I'll cry by going down on you. Yeah, I'll cry. I'll cry at a fist. Anyway, <laughs> uh, far se- issue twelve. <laughs> yeah, far sector issue twelve. When Joel Mullion left Earth for parts unknown, little did she know she'd end up becoming a Green Lantern at the furthest outpost in the known universe, dealing with a complex culture that was about to have its first murder in centuries. Investigating that death unearthed a lot of secrets and met her a lot of enemies. And it all comes to a head in this rousing final issue. This last issue is starts out real crazy because like the not only do we get a, a really cool cover like we've gotten in the last one with all these supporting characters and the silhouette of her ring shining, but we start out and it, it's like a fucking space war is going on and she's flying through. Yeah, it looks amazing. I mean, that first page. It's, it's great. But it's, those first those battle scenes are great. It's cool to see her. Like, I, I like the way she manifi- uh, manifests her hard light, like these shoulder pads and her staff or whatever. She's just she like. has like Gundam wings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's just wrecking shop. But she's also having difficulties like keeping them manifested. Yeah. I also really like when she so basically what she's trying to do is stop the orders that um Blaze of Glory, right? Blaze yeah. of Glory had communicated with these shipmasters. And about. because everybody is so emotionless, like they're which 
I will admit throughout the entire book has not been the best display of not having emotion, but she does reference that at some point in issue seven or eight, where she says they think that the city is not based off emotion or something like that, but it's only based on emotion at this point. It, it was a weird thing she said, and I, I butchered it, but there was a reference that she made. Right. That made it make sense to me because it's like, you, you can't be devoid of all emotion. Yeah. But you learn that the, the ad ads, are basically like full of emotion. Yeah. And we had mentioned that last uh, episode that, you know, they fight it as well as they can, but it still happens. They're still there. Yeah. And uh, so she's basically trying to stop this logistical order from these people that may, it may or may not agree with what's about to happen, but they have to do it because they don't know anything better. (laughs) Yeah. They're basically going to blast away their, like not only their dome, but like their life support systems. Yeah, stupid. So that's what she's trying to stop. It's like, uh, it's like Avengers One, where they're like, "We got a new New York City, I guess." <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, like, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's going to these ships. She's in space uh, to try to kind of interject what the issue is. The first thing that I see, and I'm pretty sure I see it this way. I could be wrong, but she <laughs> shoots like a giant teddy bear at a. I couldn't figure out what it was. A cannon? Well, see, this is what I think it is. It looks like a snoo, which is the mascot of Reddit, which makes a lot of sense when you think yeah. of like memes and shit, but that's what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, she's blocking like a giant laser before it fires and kind of makes it explode. Um, yeah, that's cool. I really like this scene. So she's trying to get into the main ship to talk to the, the, the shipmaster, essentially. And I like this scene where she's digging through the ship's hole. My uh, favorite scene in the whole book. Yeah, it's my, fa- cool. my favorite construct that she does in the whole book. She has six arms. Like you really only see the prominent forearms, but the two arms below are actually like ripping the ship open. It's it's the best. I, it's so simple, but I just I loved it because you can tell like she's she knows she only has a ex you know certain amount of power left, and she's like fuck it, I got to get through. Yeah, it completely rips through. It's so good. Well, and maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but it almost looks like she like pulls it back together behind her as she descends into the ship. Yeah, yeah it has like a ring around her and her, around her back. It you know, <clears throat> it's very Gundam, like mm-hmm. Shining Gundam. Whenever he uses his yeah. hand of God, he has that ring around his back. It's you know, the wings sort of behind her are like her glasses, so it's like an ultimate move. Power yeah. move, sort of thing. Yeah, which is a, cool because I'm a I'm a nerd. It's a lot like Gundam and a lot like Gurren Logan. Like that's the way out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but as she goes in, and she talks to Marth's sister, who is the shipmaster, and she has a dump truck again. <laughs> yeah, and no lower legs. Real <laughs> weird. They just cut her legs off. <laughs> um, as much as I love Joe and I love the art, and I, you know, she's thick old girl loving it the inconsistencies kind of throw me off a lot with what like her body style like we said in like issue seven she's kind of dumpy in issue eight she's like ripped as fuck uh she's ripped in this issue later on like it the inconsistency Yeah, like right now when i said the dump truck that's what i imagine she looks like the entire time yeah but it just hasn't been. Sometimes she's like she's a WWE wrestler. Sometimes she's a portly mom, which is not, <laughs> nothing wrong yeah, with nothing that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, the uh, 
And and you can tell that she's muscled even with the dump truck. Like she's got a nice yeah. bootay, but it's just kind of I don't know. Kind of pulls me out a little bit. Um Yeah. It was weird. Because I don't feel like mainly because I don't feel like she looked like that in the first six issues. No. She was a little they, she had thick legs. Yeah, but not like that thick. Yeah. She didn't look like she fucking squats six hundred pounds. Uh, well, she looked like she did in this image in the first six issues. Yeah, I guess. I feel like she's relatively. That's pretty close. <laughs> it's close. Anyway, I feel like we're splitting hairs, splitting hairs over it. ass. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so this is the moment where, like you were saying, uh, with emotions, like she's getting, she's yelling at. Marth's sister because basically Marth's sister is willing to just do an orbital bombardment to kind of destroy parts of the city itself just to maintain order. And yeah. it's like a logical fallacy type deal. It's not just her emotions. Like she's taking her logic to the point where it's like, well, I don't, you know, I'm not worried about how many people die. It's the, it's important for the, planet itself like the city itself yeah for the grand scheme of things right joe does it again she says or you know she did she's really good at getting in because there's just cracks she gets in those cracks and she says hey yeah are you the protectors of the city <laughs> she gets in those or are cracks, you just man. are you just hired thugs and mm-hmm. it works it shuts it down and it does, what it, which is another thing is it's like a, a threat you know, she's got the ring out, but she knows that the ring probably doesn't have In enough. fact, yeah. you kind of see like a sigh of relief in the next page because she didn't have to use the ring that did not have a lot of charge left in it. Yeah. Yeah. She maybe could have killed Marth's sister, but the room she's surrounded by soldiers. Mm hmm. And that's, that's it. it. She, she convinces uh, his sister to stop all this warring and things are hunky-dory and she's like yeah they're basically relief the referendum gets passed so they people are going to get their emotions back um it all works out it's all happy ending but like not a force happy ending marth is still you know he's still a politician evil politician uh-huh he's going to resign but he's going to <clears throat> suppose wait cuz yeah, because he doesn't want to leave the city or the the or the planet without leadership. Well, and the way I read that is honestly the way he's played the whole thing out. I didn't read that as a positive, you know. No, at all. No, no, he's still evil. Like that was. I feel like that was all part of his plan. Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like he's exactly where he wanted to be. Because they even say like, if he doesn't resign, that it'll be another war. So it's like a alluding to something else happening. Yeah. Uh, and then she gets freaky with her friend. Yeah. Looking looking real thick in this. Got braids Getting in for the with... first time. Yeah. Relaxation mode. Gets freaky with her friend, and then she finally gets the message from her dad, which was a great, for me, that was a great payoff moment. They teased that very early on in the last episode. We talked about it, and uh, she finally gets this really, really nice message from her dad, and she just sort of cries about it. Like, not really sad, but just sort of, like, relief. Uh-huh. Um, 
and she's still there. But then she talks about, which I forgot about the limit. They gave her a year to use her ring. She says she has six months left. I don't know if she said six months. I might have made that up. No, it says right here. Well, six months left to play Space Sheriff. Unless, well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm interested about that. One thing. That's the book, guys. It it was good. But we're going to talk about things that I didn't like was that I wanted to in this back half of the book I wanted to know more about that guardian that gave her the power and the limitations on the year and the power set I didn't get that at all didn't even maybe talk about her baby once yeah barely um I do like at the end though she she recites the yeah green lantern poem or whatever you want to call it yeah it's a great scene the book itself is really good, but there are, really you know, there are caveats to that. Like you said, um, I, I would also love to see more background on what the hell this ring is supposed to be doing. Um, Why does it seem so secret? Why does it seem so like against the, like, where are the other guardians? Like, I know when Kyle Renner got his ring, he got it from one guardian, but it was because the other, Hal Jordan killed the other guardians. Mm-hmm. So, like, why does it seem like she... Because she says the, all the other rings are made this way, but my research is different. Like, why is it... What What's the deal with that? What's well, it's almost like a mix between the way I understand it. It's like there's fear and willpower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that, but, like, why is there a secret person that's working on something else that we haven't been introduced to i guess in the same way that sinestro's like yeah i've worked on fear because fear is so prominent yeah. it's a very powerful force she's like well i'll figure this out i'm gonna make sure it works first on this human that's gonna die anyway eventually yeah 20 yeah. years overall what'd you think you liked it i enjoyed it i i really i like joe as a character it made me so, appreciate uh green lanterns a little bit more I like how humanistic she is with her Green Lantern powers. You know, she knows not to get too. It's relatable. Yeah, because like I'm a nerd, and I feel like I would use my powers in the same way, especially if it was limited like that. I'd make fake hot dogs. I'm just kidding. Like I mean, it's just (laughs) whatever. But uh, like hot dog (laughs) constructs, fuck with dogs in the neighborhood. Come get it. God damn. <laughs> what did you think about let's talk about the art for a second in the overall book? Um other than those inconsistencies, the art was so feel, good, dude. I feel like it only happened in the back few issues. Right. And I and I don't know if I mean, do they have the same artist? I didn't really look. I would assume I so. it's the same artist all the way through. And maybe I just don't yeah. remember. <clears throat> Like, maybe she was all, maybe it's like they're portraying her with dumpy clothes. I don't know. No, I feel like we were, I don't know, I feel like we're pretty spot on. Um, but even then, you know, that's just an inconsistency issue. The, the artwork itself was good. But it's like yeah. when you see someone like that, it kind of pulls you out of it. When you're going from yeah. this version to this version. But... 
the color is great. The inking is great. I love the textures and the noise to the yeah. illustrations. Like it almost looks like pastels or something. I really yeah, like all it. the covers are great. Yeah. One problem that I have is that we didn't get the recap intro in every issue. Right. Yeah, it's weird to go from that to that. Like it and seemed it, like it and was again. Every- I- I feel like it only happened in those last couple of issues where they're just like, ah, let's just get this shit out of here. Yeah. This limited series now. It's a long ass limited series, but yeah, I liked it. Um, let's grade this thing. I think it's safe to say we like it. Okay. Well, great. Um, liked. Liked toast. Yeah. Thumbs up. I don't remember what I gave it last week. I'll go first. I think you went first last week. Um, I'm going to give it a E5. E5. Yeah. I don't have any real complaints about this book. Yeah. Like the things that I'm complaining about is just like little bitty stuff that for me is like, eh, she's a little too, she's a little too frumpy in this pan, one panel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's like we're searching. You know what I mean? And issue 11. Oh, issue 11 was. A little bit much. Uh, so maybe I will rate it. Well, let me ask you this. Would you would you rather have seen one more issue to help explain things? Or do you think that the story itself was overly complicated? I feel like it was... Um, maybe it was... I don't feel like the story itself was overly complicated. I feel like they pushed a lot of stuff back. And, and maybe played it a little too slow for the grand outcome that they did mm-hmm. like it was good as a murder mystery but then it was like this huge event of like the coup invasion betrayal this was like all this stuff happened in issue 10 through 12 right yeah that's uh, so yeah yeah so i'm changing my grade to um e6 <laughs> same but different no no i mean yeah little bit overcut you know what uh, um i'm gonna go i3 <laughs> it's the same shit but um yeah the the story beats on the latter half of the the issues are good but there's so many weird things going on you're not it's difficult to follow who's doing what, but not in like a murder mystery kind of way. Like, Ooh, this is thrilling. It's like, wait, what are y'all even talking about? Exactly. That was my thing. I was mainly like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I will. So part one, a far sector or part two. I think part one has it for me. For sure. Yeah. Not that part two is bad, but yeah, the way that I got, wrapped in part one i was just like i gotta know what happens next yeah it's like hellboy or hellboy two like hellboy one yeah it's really the good one it's not bad hellboy two is not, yeah, bad. not bad it's not bad but hellboy one it. is the the good one um yeah so i would say first six issues really great uh the story makes a lot of sense like I don't know. It's not trying to overly complicate itself, not playing 4D chess with itself. And now, once we've gotten the rest read, um, 7 through 12. Overly complicated. Yeah. Kind of 
kind of a lot. Um, but maybe, maybe I'm just dumb, <laughs> you know? Like that's my thing too. I also say that a lot. Like maybe I'm just not smart enough to read this. Yeah, may you know? Let us know. Comment. And tell us if we're dumb. So that's our review. Simon will let you guys know where to find us because I don't think I could get through it. I'm I'm fading fast over here. So uh, I will see you guys next time, but I, I will chime in in a second. Yeah. So we are draining the circle. Um, if you want to find us, we're on Wednesday pool nearly everywhere. You can go to Wednesday pool list or just Wednesday pool.com. Wednesday pool.com. Yeah. Wednesday pool.com. I obviously visit our site every day. So go to WednesdayPool.com. You can find everywhere, uh, basically anything that you want to find about Wednesday Pool List. You can find reviews. Uh, you can find places to buy comic books that we've reviewed. You can find photography. You can find everything that you want to find. To say everything. Literal treasure trove. If you look real hard, there are some D-picks in there. They're hidden now. See. uh surprise and if you go to our about section on our page you can find a ton of links which i'm sure simon will tell you about all of our social media things yeah simon will tell you yeah simon will tell you all about these (laughs) social media links yeah you go to our about you find our instagram twitter twitter we're very active lex is very funny on twitter uh that's where he's at cracks me up um I am Simon Toast on Instagram. If you want to look at some toy photos, they are also on our website. And uh, yeah, man, you got a lot. We're everywhere you want to be. Everywhere you are. <laughs> yeah, everywhere you are, where you want to be, where you don't want to be. Uh, uh-huh. We are there. So yeah, that's it. We're draining the circle. Thank you for joining us today. And uh humoring me as i kind of host the show i hope you like that i hope you feel better i love it we'll see you guys next time